Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Are we? Are we on, Jorge? Are we really on? Is this <laughs> happening for real? Is this going to be kept? Are we going to get to play this or is just going to get wasted like like that other beautiful episode? Oh, was that our opus, bro? The best episode Was that the best ever. episode ever? Got yeah. fucking deleted. I wish you guys were hearing that That's and not right. my voice right now. But I am the one talking. I am Mickey Gall. That's right. And now the person who is Gerard Michaels is about to start talking now. Yes. 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 That was him. That was the one, the only Mickey Gall. All six with three, 200 pounds of them. Every one of them is a problem. The CEO of the RNC, the master of punks, the tamer of sages, the king of the ring himself is here with us today. That is Uh. Omre, our Israeli producer. I am Gerard Michaels. Hombre, da dee da, hombre, da dee da, hombre, it is hombre. Yes, that's right. And this is the best part of your Monday, folks. This is your Monday lunch break. But it would be better if we were giving them the podcast that we we did but didn't get recorded because of the audio fuck up. Yeah. That was the shit, This reminds me of a time. That one was so good, huh? That that it was incredible. And it reminds me of a time that uh, it's, it's a... I guess this is has this been confirmed, Omre, or is this is this one of these myths that Macho Man Randy Savage had a fight, had a had a wrestling match, and it went poorly or they forgot to record because those you know, there wasn't Monday Night Raw, there wasn't live back in the day, there was pre recorded and then they played on Saturday. This. And Vince McMahon made Macho Man and I wanna say Ricky Steamboat, I could be wrong, made them go back out and do the match again. Oh, for the TV folks? Yes. Oh. So there, there was some, something with the recording. I'm ready to check it out. And that, that makes me wonder. If a pay-per-view goes dark and Mickey Gall is in the octagon and you're fighting somebody and you win and you got to go back to the room. Now, you've just done three rounds, 15 I minutes of be battle. Going, no. Well, our shit and is – don't even – you can't even da- compare that. Dana White, Uncle Dana says, Mick, we got to have you go back out there. You going back out there? Oh, you got you to gotta pay me the, again. Mm. For sure, I'm. I'm I yeah, hundred percent. Pay I gotta that go man. Fight. We're gonna go. We're gonna Pay go fight again. We're gonna money. go push our chips into the fucking That's pot right. and let it fucking roll. Yeah, yeah. You gotta pay me again for sure. Fifteen bucks, you use, little you man. Earth, you Put that the, shit in my could, hand. You could use the cell phone cameras from around the place. Or they they have multiple cameras. I don't know. I I thought this place would have had multiple. I got cameras here. I got cameras here. I'm talking into this. Yep. I thought there had to, all day. I'm we, like, there has to be a way. We have, it as, we have an Israeli producer. He's Mossad. They yeah. record you when you don't even want to be recorded. I but really, I, I, I can't believe it. I'm perplexed. I'm burnt up. I'm bummed out. He's vexed. He's terribly vexed right now. Yes. I'll reach out to my uncle in the Mossad and ask him if we can get your phone recordings for that hour. And, I, they, uh, they have them already. <laughs> All right, great. I guarantee we can, Yeah. We're, we're Wait, already can we get, on can we the list. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck, man. Yo. But I'll tell you it what, was though, Mickey. Fun, yeah, I these was, Zippics I wish I could sure share do make that. it better. I, sh- I, I wish I could share that with uh, with the people. Yeah. That episode. Yeah. The, the only Zipics. way the only way we can get through this Two is my, my sweet whis- my sweet whiskey Zippics. I yeah. don't drink whiskey anymore. 
but I'll sure have a dipped Zippix. And I'm throw boy, one of boy. these bad boys in there. Yeah. Oh, I'm right. Make That's you feel fra- pretty good. fragrant, bro. I'll take it. it might yeah. be uh, yeah. yeah. You don't get one, Jorge. Yeah, bro. You're in timeout. You, you got a lot of work to do. You got, you got a lot of proving. It's not that I'm mad do. at you. I'm just disappointed in you, Jorge. I'm mad. I'm mad. And then we I almost. Think, def- I think we need to explain to the listeners that we almost had a second lost episode. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So they don't understand why we're razzing on him again. Yeah. It almost oh, yeah. happened twice. Well, as yeah. a joke, I was like, hey, so are we actually fucking recording? And he was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, wait, no. Yeah. And thank God we did that at the jump. Yeah. Yeah. As, as the great Shane Gillis was said, gas digital not work. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he said that, but fuck. I guess there's something uh, something to that. Um, Speaking of great, Louis C.K. How good came was, out. Speaking of great, how great was our fucking episode? Oh, it was fantastic. It yeah. was the best piece of content I've seen. It was unbelievable. You've seen on, on any podcast across the board? Oh, 100%. Come on, baby. It was good. Come on. It was solid. Some of, some of my best work, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I felt good about it. Well, we'll be uh, trying to live up to that for the rest of our days. It's. It, it was the first beer cast. Yeah. We're, we, we, it was you and right. me had it was a couple a beer beers. Cast. It was a beer cast. No one That's what it was. Beer. We were hammered. We weren't hammered. I was hammered. No, you weren't. Yeah, it was an IPA, a couple IPAs, nine percenters. I got progressively more enlightened really? as as the episode went on. It was a beer cast. Us losing that episode is almost like when the library at Alexandria burned down. Who knows like where society would be right now had that fire not consumed all of human knowledge up to that point. I oh, I thought you were talking about the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, can you imagine where the world would be had that been released? Like we might be. be by this Monday at Mars, had yeah. people listened to that podcast. Yeah, well, uh, the thing about the Library of Alexandria is actually it kind of got blown out of proportion. I read about this very recently. No, it got burned, not blown. No, uh, they He's were. Right, it was burnt. I know, but most of the copy, most of the things that were out there were already copied to other libraries. Is that right? So the loss of knowledge was actually kind of minuscule. It was mostly loss of original text. Oh, okay, but they were already. You no, know, like, it's not burnt or crop. blown out of God. proportion. So the Israeli says that the Egyptians are lying. That's weird. weird. Yeah, go figure. Weird. Yeah, that's, that's new. Yeah, it's like it, it wasn't even that big of a deal. Hey, the Nile's yeah, like a so, lake. So, 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 it's like it's not even a river. It's like yeah. it's a stream most of the part. Yeah. Yeah, fucking. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, fuck. I'm all it with is it. What it is. I'm I'm still mad. Yeah. It's all good. I I do wonder. I got to keep I got to keep what mad knowledge Mickey. We mad did. Mickey isn't a good isn't a good guy. Mad Mickey? Mad Mickey's no good. I like Mad Mickey. Mad when when no you good. were mad. when we first started this podcast, you were days out from a fight. You were on edge, boy. You were on edge. Now I, I think know. you just I think you just haven't been hit or hit anything in a long time. You're just looking for a reason. I don't know. You're ready to rock. I keep it. I I, 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 I I work. I've, I've worked very hard to keep this smiling, happy-go-lucky, uh-huh. positive uh-huh. person. Yeah. All right. Uh huh. Mad Mickey's a danger to everyone, including myself. We're ha- we're, I'm seeing. Right? Some, I'm seeing some. Seeing some cracks in the armor. Yeah. Yeah. You're ready to. You're ready to rock, man. Yeah. You're making like. You're making. Soon. You're hanging on to eye contact too long. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, the you psychosis like, is coming you got out. Like a, you got like a devious smile where your forehead comes down and your the sides of your fucking cheeks go up. It's good. Yeah, like that. Like yeah. What like, do you uh, mean? <laughs> yeah, like a real fucking Heath Ledgery over yeah, here, right? bud. Yeah. People are saying I look like Jim Carrey. Who's I don't. I don't, I don't find like that to be a compliment. Jim Carrey? Yeah, people have been Not saying. Not bad looking guy. He's just a tiny guy. I bet Jim Carrey's tall. I'm telling you, it's 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 your body type. People think you're smaller than you are until they're next to you. And it's, he's very whitey. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, man. 
Yeah. It will fuck, man. Whatever. What knowledge? I wonder what today. knowledge we actually lost in that in the in the fire at Alexandria. I do wonder what knowledge was lost. I, I wonder, you know, again, we talked about this, I don't know how many podcasts back, but I am fascinated by the fact that humans have existed for hundreds of thousands of years, but in ten thousand years we went from being civilized, first civilizations, to the fucking moon. You know, yeah. uh, uh, 100,000 years of human existence, and we were horse and buggy up until fucking 100 years ago. Yeah. You know? And now we got fucking stealth bombers, nuclear-powered submarines. Like, shit happened fast. It's been quite an escalation. <laughs> shit. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a rapid escalation. We're, we're really, we're really moving fucking here. killing it. Yeah. yeah. We are as humans are killing it. Do you think this is the best time to be alive in history of the world? For humans, for sure, absolutely. I don't, I don't even think it's close. Well, you, you specified for humans. Are you saying like for like at some sort of apex predator? Maybe not so much. Like yeah. like all the tigers we got in the zoos. Yeah, probably yeah, for them it's probably not so good. Probably it, not. It so was good. probably better being on the Serengeti. Yeah. or whatever. The it was fuck. definitely better for manatees five hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah. I think for humans, look, the the even the anti-human. World Economic Forum and these ultra globalist liberals who literally hate humans. The, the number one thing that they say is a threat to humanity is is climate change, not the climate crisis. The number two thing is overpopulation. We're so good at humanity. There's so many of us that they think that there's too many. It's of so us. easy to keep, stay alive nowadays. Do, yeah, and quality of life is better. Um, you know, li- literacy is up. Infant death rates comfort, are down. But here, but I think a lot of times comfort is bad. Comfort is a slow death. Yeah, uh, maybe. I mean, we we like talk. It's, you, it's hard for a, a king to go to war when when he's sleeping in satin sheets. Absolutely, it's hard to get up and go do things when you could just go land and watch Netflix. Yeah, but there's also never been a time in your life where you went to bed and and were genuinely concerned that that you know Someone's the, bar- gonna storm the barbarians my were going to come through in the middle of the night right. and steal your aunts and your mother and your sister and you know you'd have to fight them off. Like that's that's a so relatively do you think that's new what's thing. allowed us to skyrocket our uh, innovations so much no doubt about it yeah that we didn't have to wor- worry about that security shit. we we could we could focus on other security Re- and, and and resources right like it's like all these wars weren't for like no reason the wars are for 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 resources security right you know the vikings well they, well first of all the, there were no such thing as vikings right you had to go viking it was a verb right so it drives me mm. out of my mind but, uh, that's interesting yeah that's, so, that's some knowledge right there yeah so like the norse the northern people the norse they 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 had no farmland they 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 had to venture out for you know resource my reasons. people I'm predated sure the vikings who are your people um the germanic tribes oh you're a teuton the teutons are you teutonic i don't know if i'm a teut Teuton or a Teutonic. Yeah. Um, They're a warring people. Yeah, they lived above the, uh, the like, the Romans. And then they became, like, were they lived. Were you li- a Gaul? I, no, I don't think so. Would, but that's are with you Mickey the Gaul? The you a Gaul? Huh. No, I don't, I don't know where really my name comes from. Uh, but are, are you familiar with who Arminius was or Herman in, in German? No. Nah. Oh, but I like history. History, one of the most badass motherfuckers in history. Are you familiar with Arminius? I am not, no. Armin, also known as Hermann, uh, known today, uh, or, or the German, the, the father of German nationalism. Well, go ahead and say some badass shit about him, buddy. Yeah, all right, so he was a Cheruski. He was Cheruski. He was a, and back in the day, what the Romans would do on their borders would be they, they would have vassals. So they wouldn't, like, take over you, 
but you had to pay tribute to them, right? No different than the mafia, right? Like you got you got to pay the big. But the go ahead. <clears throat> the government. <laughs> exactly. Got to yeah. You think you own your house? Stop paying taxes. Yeah. You pay. You, you think you, you think you own that thing? Stop paying property tax. Yeah. See, see how quickly that thing not no longer becomes yours. Right. Yeah. So, um, they would take the the sons from the chieftains and hold them as hostages back in Rome, and it had, it served twofold. It was one a hey mess with us and don't forget we got your son. And the other side of it was is that they actually treated them really well. They treated them like royalty, and they brought them up speaking Latin, speaking Greek. Because remember, the Romans, the higher-ups, the aristocrats, spoke Greek. Latin was the language of the plebs. So they taught them Greek. They educated them in Greek. They, were, they, they knew how to read and write in Greek, and they would, they would put them into the Roman legions. So Arminius ended up becoming a... I believe a lieutenant, maybe even a general in the Roman army, and was a traitor to the Romans and led an ambush through the Tito Tidoberg Tidenberg Forest. You gotta look Tidoberg up. Forest. Tidoberg Forest. And killed two full legions of Roman soldiers. Three. Three legions. Mm. How many Three legions. Legion? How many in a legion? It was it was uh it it, it depleted the Roman army and the Rome Roman army didn't get back across the Rhine for like a generation between 5 and 6000 men. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh. Brilliant wow. what he did. He knew that he, he knew that the Romans couldn't be beat in open warfare right. because of their structure and their and their discipline and you know how how you know well they were armed and and how you know well they were trained. So he convinced them to go through this forest and that they'd get out ahead of this army. And it made them basically, you know, become like long, thin lines. So was this guy? What was he? Was he? Uh, was he? He was a Trusky. He was Germanic, and he, he. All right. So he. So yes. He. Yeah. So I. I think they just made a show called The Barbarians. Yes. I haven't seen it. Yes. But I think that's those people. They, in the beginning of uh, of uh, Gladiator, which I don't love. Everyone think that'd be like one of my favorite movies. You don't love Gladiator? It's, I don't love it. We've talked about this. I don't love it. I don't love it. I. I'm. I'm. I'm flabbergasted that you don't like Gladiator. I don't know. But anyway, in the beginning of uh, Gladiator, they were trying to finish off the... Yeah, the, Marcus Aurelius. The yeah. Barbarians. Yep. But they, they couldn't ever get... They, the, the Romans could buddy. never conquer them. You know what the Barbarians right? were? But they would hire them to then... Uh, like help like lead their legions and yep. stuff and would you know... Would Similar... War masters and shit. Yeah, they ended up... The, they ended up becoming uh, the Romans. And the barbarians, the quote-unquote barbarians, were just people that were non-Romans, people that, you know, right. that, that's so they could have been German, they could have been Gallic, they could have been Celtic. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it, was, it was like, ugh, these plebs, these, these non-Romans. And um, it could have been Germanic, they could have been Celtic, they could have been any, anything. Mm -hmm. But later on, the Huns and Attila, and before that, um, uh, Odoacer, Odoacer was the guy who actually ended the Roman Empire. And most Romans didn't know it because they so respected Roman structure, they kept the Senate and they just they made themselves the emperor essentially, and then the barbarians became, you know, these Romans, and that's when the, you know, Eastern Roman Empire was like, no, 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 you're not Roman, we're Roman, and then, right. you know, and what we consider the Byzantine Empire never once called themselves Byzantine, they called themselves Roman, uh -huh. all the way up until the Ottoman Empire ended it in Constantinople, that was still considered the Roman Empire. So, uh, very, very fascinating, and and even the the Russian the Russian czar 
Caesar, Tsar, the German Kaiser. You know, we call Caesar in Latin was Kaiser. So Kaiser, you know, the the, the Roman Empire echoes strongly through today's, you know, politics. It's also still the word in Hebrew for emperor. It's Kesal. Really? Same thing. No shit. Mm. How about that? And the uh, I believe it was Charlemagne and the the you know the idea of French uh, French nationality when they were separating from Germanic and these tribes were like becoming national and and the the state was becoming a thing. They used language to separate, so they they put this like soft C and S on everything. So Ka became S, and that was like a way to be like French and stuff like that. Um, but Charlemagne, I guess, is considered. It's weird. Germans consider him German. French consider him French. And uh, you know, but he's kind of the father of modern Europe in many ways. But getting back to the the original point of um, yeah, the Germanic dude, yeah, Arminius, and then Odoacer. And, but um, Arminius was able to get all the tribes to come together. That was his big thing. The Romans were brilliant. So kind of united. They were the... brilliant, and and the strategies that they used are still being used today. They were like, why do we want so? Why do we want to fight a united people? They'd be like, they'd go, they'd go to the. They, they'd go to the... Uh, so Discord? Yes. Yeah. They'd go to the Cheruski and they'd be like, you know these, uh, you know these sons of bitches over there, these, these, uh, these alpine bastards, you know, they, 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 they were talking about stealing your women. They were saying what? Yeah, they were like, yo, these guys are yeah, bitches. We could just take their women. Yeah, talking shit. These are, yeah. <laughs> That's how Rome was founded, by the way. I don't know if most people know this. Wow. Keep going with your history lesson here, Gerard. And then I got some history too, motherfucker. Rome was founded on rape. Oh. Founded on rape, 100%. So Romulus and Remus, you know, you had the yes, fight between Romulus the two brothers. Yeah. So Guess who won? Romulus. Romulus. That's why it's called Rome. Rome. Yeah. And he was, you know, he became king. And that was a place where all of these exiles and, you know, kind like of pirates and, and these story, tough guys. Kinda. Exactly. Romulus, like Remus. Yeah. yeah. And they looked around and they were like, yeah, we're a bunch of badasses. We're starting our own city. And they're like, we don't really have any women. <laughs> Hey, wait, it, with the Romulus and Remus uh, story, wasn't someone put in, like, a basket like Moses, too? And, like, uh, put into the river? Yeah. There and was he, something like that. I can't them. remember it Both now. of them. Romulus and Remus were both put in a basket yes, in the water. Yes, the, they were the king. They were the, the sons of the king. As the myth goes, they were the sons of the king. Uh, I forget what, what city. But they were sons of the king, and the king's brother... Uh, betrayed him and, and deposed him, and then the 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 nanny, I guess, saved the kids from being killed. Put them in a basket. The river floated, and then a she wolf suckled them. Yes. and kept them alive. It was yes. a she wolf, uh, probably just a hairy Italian broad. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it was a she wolf, and then uh, they grew up to be these badasses, and then somehow they reunited with their father and realized that they were of noble blood, and. Uh, avenged his death and then they couldn't agree over who should run it and then they had the they had the fight and uh something with birds on a hill and all this other shit and romulus wins by killing his bro and yeah. uh then they they have a bunch of dudes who are like we're badass and they're like oh, we need some we need some bitches and uh they throw a party and they kind of red wedding this thing and they like kill all these girls husbands and they're like hey guess what yeah you're mine now and all their dads and brothers came to their rescue like months later. A lot of these girls were pregnant and they were going to fight. And then it was the women who had been captured and raped 
who stopped it and they were like, these are the fathers of our children and no, don't fight. Don't. Then they stopped the fight and then these guys became, uh, they, they became allies. No shit. Yeah, they and don't really teach that too Rome. much in Latin class. No. Nah. They don't really talk about that that part. Rome was, was built on, on war and rape. And, we, and we built the Western society on Rome. You know, they're saying uh, Ben Franklin could be a serial killer. That's what? So ben Franklin, They so they went to his... Uh, a house that he lived in in London, and they in like the basement or like under the grounds, they found like twelve thousand human bones. Wait, when 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 did Ben Franklin live in London? He, I think he uh, he might have summered there. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, I think he might have been like a. Uh, He's uh, a very worldly man. He spent a lot of time in Paris. I know that. Yeah, but uh, so he he had a, he had his like family. I believe his like wife like in the states and stuff, and then he had like a, a home there. Um, I think it was on like Craven Street or something, but they, they, they were able to like trace it back and it these bones, Street? these Craven? bones wow. were there. Doesn't Craven like mean something bad too? Like, West Craven? I don't know. Fucking, uh, is there a word? What is the definition of it's Craven? It's kind of like evil, I think. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like, it's almost like stranger than fiction, wow. right? Wow. But, uh, he, they, they were able to track these bones to around the time he lived there. Really? Yeah, so it actually means cowardly. Craven? Yes, yeah. that's what it means. Yes. Mm. I knew it meant something bad. Mm. Um but yeah, they there's like they think maybe he was uh like just je- killing people. Like maybe he was just like a fucking Dexter, you know what I mean? He was just killing people and just leaving their bones. Pretty easy to get away with crime back then. Wow. There weren't all these cameras yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, Jack the Ripper was you know just I mean? like going off. Yeah. Yeah. We still have no London. idea who they are. Yeah. And then he but it, you know, he could have been I think his like son in law was a doctor. Yeah. So there could have been like human experiments going on, which is still isn't good. You know, you're still. Were they able to ascertain the bones were? So I think from live people, or were they already dead? Or? I don't know, but I think was it like 15? Do we have the numbers, Omri? How many people it dead? It was uh, 15 people, six children, six Whoa. children, and, t- and, t- and ten Whoa. adults. Yes, yeah, six well, children, nine, yeah. ten ten adults. That's bad math. Nine, nine yeah. adults, nine adults. It was only twelve hundred. I thought he said sixteen people. 15, ten and six. 15. Oh, fifteen. Fifteen people. I was like the Chaz show. The bu- <laughs> I, I thought it was ten and six. The fifteen people. Wow. But all right. But back in the day, because of religious reasons, mostly like they wouldn't let people experiment. Like so, like even da Vi- What are we doing? Yeah, we're getting some noise. Oh, sorry about that. Even uh, Da Vinci was like known for paying off uh, like undertakers to not bring the. The body to to the grave to to bring it to him, so he had like fresh so bodies have, to work do, on and do some experimentation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't have could any, be that. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah, but we don't know. The mystery makes it fun. What what makes you think he's a, a serial killer? I'm bro? just saying, literal skeletons in your closet. He's got bones in his basement. Literal bones in his basement. There's bones in his basement, bro. So, I mean, if I had a bunch of bones in my basement, you can think, oh, maybe Mickey's a fucking amateur. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. Yeah, I'm not an amateur fucking, you know. You got to do some explaining. Also, guys, uh, if I'm I'm correct on this, he's a pretty well- I'm a doctor. I just didn't get the PhD. He's a a pretty well-known Freemason, right? I don't know much about Freemasons in general. Do you think that's? Do you think that that's overblown the Freemason stuff? Said I don't know much about it. I it's, are we talking like secret societies yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. I don't really know. I don't know. No, I've never met a Freemason. They've never been like, "Hey, what's up? I'm in the Freemasons." So this is how it goes down. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really know too much about it. Yeah, 
I'm sure you could talk about it for 30 minutes, right? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know enough about it. I, I know that I've seen them, like, at lounges and stuff, like hotels where they're having, like, the Freemasons Conference. And it's just, like, it seems like a bunch of old dudes just hanging out wearing weird hats. But Well, that must not be the cool Freemasons. The yeah. Cool fr- like the the cool Freemasons must be like the under like isn't it like some underground shit like Illuminati? Totally, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be this like there's, uh, there's never any Illuminati meetings at like a hotel. Yeah, the Illuminati's called the World Economic Forum now. Like they, I don't think they have to hide much. The Illuminati. Yeah, I think they're out there. You hate them so. much. I hate them so much. I hate them so the much. World Economic Forum. Yeah, there's a guy running for uh, I forget the guy's name. There's a guy running for prime minister in in, uh, in you know the UK, and he's. Uh, you know, they asked them on on news. They were like, "What's what's more important, Westminster, which is you know Parliament, or Davos?" And he goes, "Davos, hands down. Davos actually does things. It's fucking unbelievable." So Parliament is who the people have elected to run their country, and Davos is where unelected world leaders get together to run the world. And this guy wants to be the prime minister of the UK, and he's telling this. He's not even hiding it. He's telling this reporter, "Oh, Davos is way more important." Yeah. Because that's where us riches, that's where us rich elites get together to tell you poors what to do. Yeah. And if you don't like it, shove it. Become yeah. a billionaire, you idiot. Duh. Duh. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like them. Yeah, I get you, bro. I know you don't. I don't like, but I do love Ben Franklin. I'm a huge. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a, ben Fra- I'm a Ben Franklin simp. Yeah. Brilliant dude. Poor Richard's uh, almanac guy's brilliant. Yeah. I mean, and he, you know, ran experiments. I mean, he has. He has so many things that have that have helped society from a practical standpoint, things he invented, you know, bifocals and all that stuff to, you know, helping organize our government. He's the guy that championed the, the great compromise, the two houses, the Senate and uh, the bicameral. What's Congress. Davos again? I know you, you were saying that before. Davos is where uh, it's in Switzerland. And if, if I incorrect, please tell me, but it's in Switzerland, and that's where the World Economic Forum holds all of its 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 annual meetings, Davos. Okay. That's where Build Back Better was born. That's where the climate crisis, uh, you know, is amplified first, from. I thought he said Build Back Better. I was like, who's Bill? <laughs> <laughs> nothing is built, nothing is back, and nothing is better. Uh, it yeah. is in Switzerland. Also, I think I have an answer to if the Freemasons are bullshit or not. Yeah. Uh, they are because I accidentally just submitted to be one. Uh. Uh, I looked them up, and I found the form they were like looking, and I was trying to get through it to see if there were any good questions, yeah. and I accidentally just... Like Join? submitted to become a Freemason, right? Well, now. I know Rick Ross. I mean, yeah, they'll probably take your money. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? For sure. I know if, uh, Rick Ross is singing about it. Huh? 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 Yeah. Now he's supposed Freemason. to be full of shit. He just stole somebody's identity. He was a prison guard, and he stole somebody's. Well, there is a Freeway Ricky Ross was mm. a L.A. big like drug trafficker. I think he's like hooked up with, like Noriega, like like big like big big time, making like a million bucks a day. Really? And shit, yeah. To- he totally denounces that stuff now. You c- he's on a bunch of podcasts. Mm. Yeah, you can look him up. Freeway so Rick, Rick Ross, Ross kind of took. Yeah, Rick, Rick Ross, I think was like, I mean, can't deny that man swagger or swag or skill. But yeah, I don't think he was at. He maybe he was doing some street shit, but he wasn't. He wasn't this guy. Wasn't he a prison guard though? Yeah, he was. Yeah, but he he could be he could be both. Mm. You know, but uh, that I don't respect. You don't respect. I don't respect that. What be one or be the other. I can respect the mobster who's a mobster. I can respect so you the cop like who's a, corrupt, a cop. Or corrupt cop. No, no bueno do you. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. Uh, and you know I what? I, I actually know a lot of cops that feel the exact same way. They actually have a weird, odd respect for criminals. Yeah. You know? I mean, 
there's guys you know we were hanging out with uh you know chuck zito and and uh sandy blue eyes sandy was a cop chuck was not a cop mm-hmm. buddy buddy yeah you know there's this odd almost like you know i like both we gotta get both those guys on the podcast yeah, for sure yeah. for sure the stories hopefully at the same time yeah, yeah shit, that would be, be incredible be sandy blue eyes and, and chuck zito for yeah. sure yeah but i mean it's almost like a yankees red sox thing it's like I, I i look it's your job to do crime and it's my job to stop you and yeah. it's just like we know where we stand the guys that hedge bullshit yeah trying they're trying to game it no way there's there's dishonor you're being dishonorable you know like you know i, I know uh i know a guy that was in the in the dea and he had to arrest his own boss yeah, it's just tough. Like I know, like kids who like would like smoke weed, and like, but like their father is a cop. And mm. I was like, all right, so if you pulled over a kid like with some weed, like you smoke weed, like you yeah. wouldn't arrest him. They're like, nah. If I was a cop, I would. I, you know, I, I'm sworn to uphold that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little funky. It's weird to getting older too when you it's start a like paradoxical. You like, know, you know, you're getting a little bit older. Where I used to see cops, and I'd be like, "What the fuck's that cop doing here?" Now I see somebody like drive past me too fast and left. I'm like, "Where the fuck are the cops?" <laughs> you know? I'm like, yeah, yeah. you know, like I, it, it's you see cops. I see cops now, and I'm like, "Man, this is a child. How old is yeah. this guy?" You know, this is uh, it's, it's 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 a whole different way of looking at it. Like you have friends that are police. I've got friends that are police. It's a different thing. Sure. You know. Yeah. No, I know a lot of uh, great like police officers, but I think also. Like if you're driving, and like a cop comes behind you or near you and stuff, you're like immediately yeah. like, oh, let me hit the brake, slow down. Like I don't want to get in trouble. Totally. Like I think there should be a thing where that you never feel like, and like bad cops are like the worst ones who have like that, you oh, know, like yeah. they should be power tripping. Totally. You know, you know what I mean? They should cops should all be like big brothers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like totally. that's ideally that's that's the way like it should be. It should they should ne- never be like a fucking bully. You know, totally. but I think a lot of uh, our like psyche towards cops is kind of like they're like these bullies. You well, know? Uh, so to that point, one of the things I've heard is that from them specifically. So this is from their perspective. So it might be skewed, but they think the uh, the camera, the body cam, is mm-hmm. the worst thing that happened to policing because they can't have that discretion to be like a big brother and be like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" Because it's on them. Mm. They it, it's being recorded. You're breaking the law, and I have it recorded. You're a kid. I can't just tell you to throw that joint down the fucking uh, the sewer drain. Give Why? You, Their give bosses you a will give you shit? Yeah. God forbid something happens. That kid hops in a car. Well, those bosses got to be – oh, true, That kid true, hops true. in a car, gets it. into an accident. Now – Then, yeah. the, the, you know, they go back, and they were like, hey, how come – you know, why why wasn't that kid detained? You you cost him his life. And now, you know, so there's yeah. this – this liability really is on them. I, I never, I never heard that before. Yeah, that's, that's dude, really think about think about drunk driving, right? You get pulled over mm-hmm. and you got a buzz going on. You're not hurting anybody, and let's say you're you're over the legal limit barely, and the legal limit is so re- remarkably low. There, there, you had an opportunity maybe for that cop to be like, "Look, you've got a clean record. I'm not going to bang you for ten thousand dollars here and take away your license for a fucking year. Here's the deal." pull over the car, wait for somebody to come pick you up, or pull it over and take an Uber, park it, come back tomorrow. There's a fucking warning. You you owe me one. Nah, now you got to get bagged up. You got to get bagged up. Because, God forbid, something happens, it's on me now. It's, it's all fucking here. It's all recorded. Yeah. So it's kind of that law of unintended consequences. We constantly see with government. Constantly, constantly, constantly see with government. Solar panels, the World Economic Forum. We're going to go with solar panels. Solar panels are the best fucking thing in the world. We're going to do clean energy. Awesome. We're in. Three years later, 
these solar panels are, are really bad for the environment. And it turns out that they're really? rusting and degrading. Is that yeah. true? Yeah. Solar panels no good? Their solar panels have That seems less like a energy. real efficient way to harness that. You <laughs> it, got it. The sun's in them. It's there. Yeah, but you know what, what, I mean? what are you doing when it's cloudy and the sun changes? Its direction. I don't know. I'm Every not a night. solar panel. What am I? What am I? An arborist for solar panels? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a, the arbiter Look, of solar pa- power. It's not. I hate the, the energy debate where everything has to be done all at once. Like, yeah, we should move towards clean energy. There's no doubt about it. But at the same time, like, we got to stop acting like everything can just be switched on and off and changed. And there are things that we don't know. This whole idea of trust the science is immediately, you fucking know, the idea of science is to constantly question it. We didn't know that these things would rust out so quickly, and it turns out that they don't biodegrade, and they're fucking horrible for the universe and, and the, uh, the earth, and the way that we have to mine these materials is bad for the fucking earth. You know, yeah. how would, you know, electric cars, good good for the environment, hell yeah, except we need to use slave labor to mine lithium to mm. get the batteries to work, so, meh. Yeah. <laughs> fucking... You know, it's it's unintended consequences. Nobody would say that cops shouldn't be held accountable. Of course they should, right? But also, did we do more harm than good with those those body cams? I don't know. I'm not a cop. I know the cops hate them, but they also hate accountability. I don't know. I don't yeah. have the answer. Right. You know? Yeah, man, it's tough. There's a lot of cameras. It's hard to be a serial killer nowadays with all the fucking cameras out yeah. there. You know what I mean? I, uh, I, I, I don't think... It's hard think... to do any crime. Like the... Like the like the mob as we like know yeah. like any of like that strong arm shit like that's I, I out miss, the window man you can't be I, I have a weird I we don't have any good serial killers anymore you miss them I we just Jack the Ripper Son of Sam yeah like you know like it, it feels lazy our killers today are lazy is what it feels like. You know, there's no nuance. There's no thought that goes into you're it. You're inspiring someone right now. <laughs> there's you're no like, oh, you're gonna remember me G. There's no there's no letters to the editor. You know, there's no, yeah. they're, they're not putting any effort into their mayhem, and that 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 uh, that saddens me. This generation is uh, is there like a super better. like a super righteous serial killer, like someone who really like did did it for good? Donald like, Rumsfeld, George Bush, uh, nah, that's a political thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I got you, but uh, a super righteous? Yeah, like is there someone who like was killing did it in the, the right name people? Of, yeah, like was killing bad people. Like, he was a, a like, Knights Templar. Yeah, like he was. Yeah, almost like a. Like a vigilante, I am you know what I mean? We're like this guy, like you know, someone who uh, like raped someone but got off on a technicality, mm. and then so like that, this dude hunts them, fucking takes them out. There's got to be like a movie about that, but is is there ever has there been a person like that? I'm unaware. All I mean, right. there's Dexter. There's the show. Well, right, yeah, but he's talking true. about who's That's Dexter the, in real is, life. Yeah, is, is basically there a real what he's saying. Right. Nothing um, come up immediately. There are sort of uh, well, there's Cain uh, Velasquez. <laughs> You know, right? Um, Glad Kane's free. I don't if 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 what we know about that case is right. What the fuck is he even doing on bail? You know, I understand you can't go popping the nine off in public. You know, God forbid That's you miss somebody. But I yeah. get that. But somebody, if if he had just like like killed that dude, he'd he'd still be in trouble. But yeah. I don't think he should be. That person deserves. Uh, That's exactly what that person deserves they deserve to get they should get they deserve worse they he should get locked in a room with kane and kane should be allowed to do whatever the fuck he wants nah, now we throw him and kane in here and kane just it's it's up to kane now yeah he, that guy that guy made up his decision to decide to touch his kid mm-hmm. yeah now it should be up to kane consequences facts. yeah facts 
that, that that would be interesting. If you, a if, bullet if in you, the head, if you would asked, be, if would you be asked the the father, just. if you asked the father, how, how would you like to proceed? Yeah, we, the state can we, the, yeah. the state can take care of this, or you can take care of it. Mm. I think he deserves that choice. Yeah, yeah. you hurt my son. I'm going, I'm going to do everything. You to decided do. what you're going to do to my family. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it, it would be. I think it would be, but like that bloodlust, they can't like they no. can't. No sign off on that. Yeah. You can't sign off on that, man. Yeah. You know? I wonder I wonder if there are people out there, like in, in under policed areas, Detroit, Chicago, where somebody is out there doing the vigilante justice and we just don't know about it because the cops just aren't going there's got to be some dude inspired by dexter who's like a real life because i i didn't i forgot about dexter there has to be like mentioned it earlier would you consider omar is omar a good guy from the wire yeah why because he's robbing drug dealers yeah and 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 he's clipping gangbangers um no he's 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 still an anti-hero he's still uh (laughs) you're gonna get us taken down (laughs) hey yo omar coming yeah, nah, I uh, I I'd have to re- I gotta rewatch the wire to hey, really yo, listen, uh, back. But basically, I R. would R. say, yeah, he's a great actor. Great I loved actor. him in Boardwalk Empire. He's good in Boardwalk as Chalky, Empire. Chalky White. Yeah, right. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, in that. yeah, man. Now I didn't That's like Boardwalk. I didn't work. I didn't like Boardwalk Empire as much. You as didn't me. like Boardwalk Empire. The first season I thought was great, and then I thought it got progressively worse after that. I thought that whole thing was fire through the end, but you know, I like that. Uh, I like that mafia history mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and there and also jersey bro yeah. a, that was a jersey shore for sure and uh i yeah i loved the the Meyer Lansky character mm-hmm. i love this the lucky luciano character i love the way they mix obviously the buscemi as yep. uh real life it was enoch johnson who yeah. was like the lucky the, right yeah he yeah. he was in in the show is thompson but in real life and I think like his brother was actually like the sheriff down there. Like it's it's a cool story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he was he was semi legit. Yeah. And they would actually bring in the liquor through that uh, the fairgrounds. The port. Yeah. yeah. They would bring it in through yeah. the fairgrounds there. I think yeah, there's like got, an they elephant. Have, they have Joe Kennedy in it. Yeah. Oh, it reminds me. That, that reminds me. Give me your three favorite books. Three favorite books. Three favorite books. I got a couple. Uh, uh, like what I got the most out of them, or what I enjoyed the most. Man, up to you, bro. Something, that, give me some some shit that comes to mind. Uh, okay. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you why when I give mine. Uh, why this reminded me of that. Okay. Uh, I loved Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. Okay. That was really good. What's what do you like? What's what's so dope about that? If you can give a brief synopsis. Uh, the way he, the way he intertwines. It's it's the same guy who did. Uh, the Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci, yeah. yeah, I believe it's the prequel to the Da Vinci Code. Sequel. Sequel to the Da Vinci Code. Okay. And um, the idea is taking fact and fiction and, and interwoven. And that's them, so. what reminded me to talk about this because the way I was like how I mentioned the like uh, like Joseph Kennedy and like how I mentioned uh, mm-hmm. Meyer Lansky and Luciano. My one of my favorite books is called American Tabloid, and it does that with like with JFK. And Hoover yes. and Howard Hughes. That's the guy who did. Uh, what, what's the movie? LA I love? Confidential. LA Confidential. Yeah, the book's five million times better. And, and you say that's one of your favorite movies. LA I love that movie, but I've the never read. I've never read the book. If you read the book, it blows it out of the water. Oh, really? and, and that's it's kind of cliche to say, but books always blow the movies out of the fucking water. Well, I mean, they have more time. They have sure. more space yeah. to develop the world. You think the the Godfather books blow the movies out of the water? I mean, the um, Godfather is basically a perfect film. The Godfather is one book, 
right? But yeah. it has both in it. That that's close. There, there's so much stuff that doesn't even that doesn't get touched. You know what I mean? So there's more to it in the book. Yeah. Um, you told us Luca Brasi is more uh, is a more prevalent part of the book. Yeah, and then they even made they even made books like extra books, but not by Mario Puzo, who wrote The Godfather. Mm-hmm. Like there's like four or five of them, and they have like all this like different backstory, and like like different stuff. Like so Luca Brasi, like you know how he's like slow, and uh, like the dawn, like he kind of talks like this. Yeah. So in one of these prequels that they made, which this one is based, it's called The Family Corleone, based on. Uh, on um, a screenplay that was written that was going to be a prequel to The Godfather when Vito was coming into his real power. Okay. And they were going to have Leonardo DiCaprio play a young Sonny. Okay. And like, so it, like br- it bridges Godfather 2 and Godfather 1. Yes. Nice. Yes. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, it, yeah. it would have been really cool. Um, is Puzo right? Did, did Puzo write this? Puzo wrote the screenplay. And oh. the, book is ba- the book is called uh, Family Corleone. It's based on that screenplay but a family corleone is not as good as the ones that happen after the godfather called the godfather returns and the godfather's revenge also puzo not neither puzo oh okay but those are fucking fantastic but my my favorite books what i started to say the same author of la confidential james elroy james elroy he my favorite book by him is is pro is american tabloid and then so he would do these uh he would do like these series where, and he's very like, it's, I think they call it like staccatos. Uh, what's the what's the like genre sh- of this? They're, they're, this is a very specific genre where they take real and they make it fiction. Yeah, um, I don't know what that is. Um, but he he would so he would do he would mix in like real like history with these fake characters. In American Tabloid, oh, he has that. like he has like these like Peter Bondurant, who's like this big like. Uh, French dude is like he's like shakedown artist, but he's working with like the CIA and he's working with Hoover. Like he's he's all over the place. It's one of those things that I love about Quentin Tarantino movies, you know, is that kind of like he writes his own kind of history. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's almost in his own world. Very right? interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, like a parallel universe almost. You know? Yeah, and uh, so the, I'll, I'll talk about American Tabloid for a second. They also got this dude Kemper Boyd, who's like a slick kind of work. It works for Hoover. Um, he's like doing Carthys, but then he starts working for the the Kennedys. He's like dating one of the Kennedys, like made up sisters. Like it's, and then there's this other guy, Ward Littell, who's like a, uh, he's like, uh, um, wait, it's a made up sister of the Kennedys because the Kennedys were fucking rough on their women. Well, here's the thing, it was, rough. it was, they got that it, one girl they fucking lobotomized. I know, I know. It, it he could have, uh, it was based on a relationship that Joe P. Kennedy actually had with like a movie star, and they she. she they, he, the author calls this the illegitimate child between them, and then he gives her a whole backstory. Bill like, Clinton. Oh, yeah, so you say Bill Clinton's a Bill, Kennedy? That's the that's the that's the mythos. That's the, yeah, the rumor. Who explain that? Where what? Well, there, there's, what? Well, Joe, Joe B. Kennedy was down in Alabama. There, there's a rumor that um, that uh, that Clinton's a Kennedy, and uh, you know that's how he how he got into politics at such a young age, and. He never knew his father, and you know the the person they claimed was his father couldn't have been his father. And then there, there's how do you end up with Hillary? I don't know, but that that's always felt like more that of always, a business arrangement. It always seemed ever. a little bit like that, huh? Yeah, I tell you who else had a business arrangement with was Ghislaine. You got to look at the you got to look at the uh, the connections between the Clintons and Epstein and Ghislaine is insane, mm. and it's only more and more and more. She was at their wedding. They, you know, there there were no uh, yeah there were. 
um, people that you know they were connected with through financiers that would be like, right? Yeah, if she wasn't invited, Bill would be mad. Those are like text messages about you have who's this Ghislaine Maxwell person? Well, you have to bring her there. If she's not there, Bill will be very angry. Uh, like there's there's oh, that's funky. Yeah, stuff. and then the idea that he's like, I don't remember the guy. Bill, when, he yeah. was, when, when Epstein was, was finally arrested, and they were like, is this your friend? He's like, I don't know that guy. Huh. He flew with him on a private jet 39 times. And then said he did That know we him. know about. Oof, ah. I tell you what, I fly in a private jet with you, I'm probably going to remember you. Probably, right? <laughs> I'm probably, probably. going to remember Shit. you. But this guy, James Elroy, very interesting. Yeah, he's great. Uh, he, is he, did he do the Black Dahlia also? He did the Black Dahlia. But the Black Dahlia is a real thing. So the Black Dahlia is a real murder that was never solved. I think... Uh, I'm trying to remember. He actress. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember nah, what it was. Give me a, was, a synopsis. Uh, I think she was like a, a girl from, from Boston. Working girl. Um, no, but I think she had a reputation for being slutty, and at least the 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 newspapers really kind of went with that. Okay. Right? Whether it was real or not. Yeah, they they really kind of like, like James she, almost like almost like one of those things where it's like, well, what were you wearing? Yeah, you know, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like she yeah. was kind of that skirt should have been so short. She's exactly. Blaming. James Elroy seems to be one of the original guy who hates the media. Like he's like the media well, is full of shit. Yeah, and, they, they and control his, so his the mother narrative. was murdered at a young age. I think he was like ten, and his mother was murdered in real life and never solved. Wow. In real life. So that kind of gave him a, uh, you know, uh, I guess a unique outlook. Yeah, so to speak. But uh, so he his his uh, novels are like all very like profane. Mm-hmm. Very like, like and he talks about like having met senators or, or like people in like politics and how they're the most profane people he's ever met and like spoken with, yeah. and like how it, but also like how that kind of became okay around this. So around like this time, I'm and, like, digging later, this James Elroy bro, guy. He's great. I'm, I'm telling you, I'll, 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 I'll give you the what I got. Um, but so that's one of mine. Was I got, it, I got it another, the Black I, Dahlia. Hold on, the Black Dahlia that. Wasn't wasn't the guy who originally played Superman somehow involved in that? They thought he might have been the murderer. Um, I th- yeah, I think there's a lot of theories on who uh, killed the Black Dahlia, but I don't think anything is too. I think they just made like a documentary about it, saying okay. like who this guy was, or and there's certain people whose family believe he he did this, different shit like that. Yeah. So it's kind of true crime. So he takes true crime. And then he, true crime, true his, history, yeah, a lot of crime though. Yeah, and uh, this is kind of like a little bit like George R. R. Martin well, it's, does. It's like uh, I would say, I don't know. Are you just talking about Game of Thrones? Yeah, but everything he does, he takes history and he kind of repaints it. What was it, it the War of the Roses? It was the War, but he took like like the you know the War of the Road, but he took like history and condensed it down into like you know abridged basically, like you know mm. the the Targaryens are Romans. You know, and and you know the the fall of uh, the doom of Valeria is the fall of Rome, and like you know mm-hmm. that's then they came and the Rome conquered Britain, and that's them coming across. Like so, like he kind of takes like history, thousand years of history, and condenses it down. Yeah, and that, but that's but there's something about like us learning history where we we get into something like that, and it's like an well, imagine- I guess it, history in real life could provide like a framework and inspiration for these other things, and it grounds the creating. fiction. That's what's exciting about like reading something like that, like Angels and Demons, like you know, noetic science is a real thing. You know, CERN is a real place, and you know the, the these are. Is there a name for that where they blend real and fiction? Docufiction. Really? That's what I found. I thought it would be cooler. I thought it was something something different. I'm also disappointed. What does hard-boiled novel mean? Noir. L.A. Confidential is a great movie, though. I like like that noir. L.A. Confidential is a damn good movie. Way better. Book's way better. The movie, like, it looks like they, like, 
and I guess how you say on the time, like it's so rushed. They combine shit for no reason. Like there's just so much more like uh, motivation yeah. and like you know it's kind of like yeah it's just it's it's and it's such a it's such a cliche thing to say too. But there's a uh, m- another one of my favorites is uh, I like. Author-wise, Mario Puzo, he wrote this book called The Sicilian. Mm-hmm. That's probably better than The Godfather. Really? Yes. Sicilian's pr- probably better than The Godfather. Why? It's just a fucking great. You you'd actually love it. It's 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 great. That you should read that. I actually have I I have the the book um like the hard copy. And uh I listen to a lot of them, but I, this one I have the hard copy of. I I don't really I don't really read fiction. You know, I, I I watch fiction and I read right. nonfiction. I read so much news and I read so much history that that's like when I'm reading, I'm normally consuming nonfiction. Right. But when I'm watching, I'm watching almost exclusively, exclusively fiction. fiction. Yeah. Like I love movies. I love them. I you know I used to love series like The Wire, Sopranos. Now everything became a series. And well, I can't. It's, it's a better way to do it. A movie in two hours is so limiting. Yeah. It's so limiting. While a series you could like take uh take the the Sopranos movie they just did. If that was a series, that would have got so much yeah, better reviews. I agree. And people they fuck tried up. to stuff a whole series into people fuck up and are disappointed because it's not a, a a Tony origin story. Yes. But many it's called Saints. The Many yeah. Saints of Newark. Yeah. Many Saints, Moltisanti. Yep. The Moltisantis of New of Newark. That's sure. Chris Moltisanti and his dad Dickie Moltisanti, you know? Yeah. It yeah. was, you know, I I think it was a, it was a good movie, but they did stuff too much into it. It's it's a hard thing because I think what's happened with the series is nobody does a limited. Series. BBC does it right, where okay. they say we're doing four episodes and that's it, and we're doing two seasons. What's an example and that's of a BBC it. series? That Sherlock, fantastic. Okay, Sherlock is fantastic. Um, there's a, there's a few of them that they do that are incredibly good, because I think what we do, and this could be you know an issue with capitalism, folks. Everybody loves hating on capitalism. You have a series, and when you go to pitch a series, I've pitched a, you know a couple shows, and, and what they want is they want the Bible of what the what the series is, and they want characters that they can sell to their stars, but they also want to know how it begins, how it ends, and you got to have two seasons pretty much written out. Right. If the two seasons go well. And you're making a ton of money, and if you're not D and D and want Game of Thrones just to end so you can go do Star Wars, they start stretching it out. Right. And that third season, fourth season, fifth season, sixth season, they're just ringing the register because they already have the last season, and they're just waiting for you know when they've milked every fucking ounce that they can out of that thing. To right. then, and this is The Walking Dead. This is a whole bunch like characters start doing dumb things, you know, actors that get bigger because they end up on a role in a movie, and then all of a sudden these people write this character into a bigger role that he never should be in, and the, the series kind of eats itself. I mean, there's so many series that you see the first two two seasons are unbelievable, and then it gets progressively sure. worse. Game of I, Thrones, yeah. At the end, they had to wrap that up quick. And unbelievable, that was and that's the greatest television show. Of all time, hands down, through six seasons. Yeah. And then what they did in season seven and eight is almost a crime against humanity. For real. So you know, So I, I like, I've reverted back to movies. I, I like a, a nice, tight, two-hour story. I don't want to have to watch 20 hours of anything to get my closure on the story. I want to sit. Right. 
I, wanna, I, I get that. That makes sense. Like a barbarian, yeah. you know. I want to sit under a under a fur with my lady and 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 listen to the elder tell the story, you know. And 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 that's what I want. And I, you know, I want to be able to talk talk to my buddy. Do you think ten thousand years before memes and movie quotes? Do you think? Uh, do you think guys out on the hunt the next day when they're walking around hunting for a, a woolly mammoth were uh, repeating funny lines the elder said around the fire last night? Huh. <laughs> do you think? Do you think that? You think that? Yeah, you think that that guys were, were walking around. We got our spears out, ready to take down a a boar, and we're like, milk was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> I think the ancient Greeks were like reminiscing about. You remember what Socrates said yesterday? Yeah. That was fucking good. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, fun. yeah. It was funny. Yeah. yeah. Remember when he said the emperor's got no clothes? Hey, over here's got no clothes. Get a load of this guy. Yeah, I don't know. You think there was uh, your mama jokes back in the day? Your mama jokes have gone away. This new generation's got no your mama jokes. Gone. Yeah. If you if you tried to say, you're, you're, hey, you, your mama's so fat, whoa, 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 whoa. Body shaming? Yeah. Really? 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 That's below you. Let's go here. Come on. Yeah. You know yeah. what else has gone away completely? The bird. Gone. Ah. Uh. Completely gone. Completely gone. I noticed you're a thumb out bird guy. Ah, huh? I'm a thumb out I'm, bird I'm, guy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a thumb in. Wow. I'm a, I, I tuck it like that's a super. Steve that's Austin a super right bird here. because that puts yeah. a lot of stress on the forehand. Well, I don't want. I. I. That's that's I don't, that means. Business. I don't want you to get it twisted that and think business. I'm giving you a thumb up. Yeah. No, thumb down, motherfucker. Thumb down. Thumb down. That's right. Hey, right up. here. Stone I got. Hey, if style. you like this one, we got another yeah, one. Yeah, I got two of them for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of those things we communicate. More than ever now. We're communicating nonstop. We're on our phones. We're tweeting people from all across the world, but we're so much we're worse at it. We're worse at communicating. We could tell you to go fuck yourself growing up with our hands in four different ways. What was the last time you saw somebody give one of these? Hey, yeah. hey, how about this? Right? What was another? How about that guy? What do you think about yeah. that? When was the last time you saw somebody fucking, hey, right here? <laughs> give a little, hey, I got. Yeah, I got yeah. I got you I got you simp right here. Yeah, you know. Yeah, bro. I, it's you know it, it it sometimes the old ways are the best ways, right? You don't need to go get sure. a teacher and institutionalize all your fucking. This guy said this about me. Go on Twitter, try to get somebody canceled. How about you just give yourself a little squeeze yeah. and say, hey, I got you. Hey, hey I got your body shaming off. right here. Yeah, you yeah. know, I don't. That bothers me. Anyway, I feel you. All yeah. right. Anyway, give me your second book. So I gave uh, American Tabloid and the Sicilian. The American tablet. Again, I, I don't do a lot of fiction, man. So I, I you know, I love the Great Shark Hunt by Hunter S. Thompson. I know that that's not one of not one of your favorites. I never read it. Yeah, the great... I was I was disappointed in Fear and Loathing. Really? By Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Why? Just didn't find it that fucking good. Uh, I didn't like. I he you know a hundred maybe Hunter S. Thompson across the board because I didn't like his uh he had like uh. A biker one too. I can't remember what it's uh -huh. called, but if if you type in Hunter S. Thompson biker book, like it'll come up. Where, where I think it, was the Hells, with, it might be called Hell's Angels. Angels. Yeah, I, I, Hell's Angels. I thought I would dig that one for sure, but I didn't dig that one so much either. Um, there was a book by Eric Hoffer. I'm trying to remember the name of the book that um, was very uh, transformative in my early years, where he's traveling around. Uh, you know, he's basically a vagabond going from. From place to place, and, and he, he's describing his existence, and, and you know, coming up with this kind of new American philosophy, almost like this stoicism, that you know he didn't really realize was stoicism at the time. He's just right. like you know, he, he had this interesting thing about hunger and how poor he was, and um, you know, I was so hungry, and then I saw these birds in this window, and they were they were flying around and they were chirping at each other and they were singing songs, and it, it made me so happy. 
And then he realized I wasn't hungry when I was watching the birds. So hunger is just this idea in my mind, mm. and I can conquer it. And I then, like that. So he has Eric Hoffer is very very interesting, and he has this idea idea that about how uh, group dynamics are the 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 root of all evil that I really love. Huh. Yeah, he's very against coalitions. He's like, there's no difference between a Nazi and so a communist. So what was the name of his this book? I don't remember. I remember him. I don't remember the name you of the book. Google that, please, um, only. I got like nine of his books. Vagabond. Book? Wasn't Vagabond? No, I'm. I'm just saying, giving him some keywords to figure this shit yeah. out. Yeah. So I like. I like getting recommendations from like cool people, like to turn me on to on to like good shit. Aaron I mean? Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show. Shout out Pat McAfee, Patty Mac. You know uh, who. Is the only other standing podcaster I'm aware of. You guys <laughs> might have to battle it out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has a book club, which I want to kind of get into the, the books that he suggests. It's very interesting. Right. And maybe we got to get a Mickey Gall book club going. What do you think? Do the yeah, Mickey I Gall could suggestions? Some books. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Was it Thoughts on the Nature of Mass Movement? It's not. Not that one? Nope. Um, I love The Road by Jack Kerouac. I thought that was fantastic, especially if you read it in, uh, in his beatnik, uh, you know, uh, vernacular uh when i was younger i loved the hatchet and the chocolate wars those were very interesting you know books about uh overcoming you know overcoming uh hardships as as, as a child lord of the flies 1984 all lord the other the flies, all, all the other simp uh there's you know, a show that's like lord of the flies kind of there's a bunch of them it's called well there's a like a good one and it's uh i know like we said i'm big time feminist right <laughs> big feminist but i don't, I don't always love uh my uh like fiction that I consume to have like female protagonists, like or, or be like basically every character. I don't like. I don't, I don't like chick flicks. I don't. I don't even like. Even though female, I'm such a feminist, I don't, I don't like female characters unless I fornicate with them. Yeah, right. Tyson. <laughs> Tyson. Um, but it's called Yellow Jackets. It's about like a girls' soccer team. I've heard of this. It's fucking good. Yeah, it's good. I've heard so of I'm this. saying if it's you know if I I I like it that much yeah. that it's it's it is really good. It's like a high school soccer team. They crash on this island. They. Some of them get back, some of them don't. It flashes forward to today where yeah. they're going to their reunion, and some of them are still friends, but it's like there's secrets that happen there, and they're uncovering it. The second season starts uh, next month. Interesting. It's on Prime. I like um, Ray Bradbury was great, Fahrenheit 451. Okay. Uh, I didn't like that book so much. That was boring. Yeah, it's it's it more speaks to my worldview, I suppose. It's more maybe confirmation bias, you know, Brave New World and uh, – the book that changed my life probably more than anything else is is the Gulag Archipelago. But again, you know, we're not talking about like easy summer reading here, guys. Like you know, right? I feel like your books are a little bit cooler than my books, but my books are way cooler. Than your books, bro. <laughs> my books like... are way fucking cooler. Yeah, not even close. Yeah, it's not even not even not even close. You know, but yo, I love so James Elroy and Mario Puzo. Sure, you're gonna be super entertained. Almost any of their shit. Mario Puzo's got another one called like. Omerta, he's got this one called The Last Dawn, which is really good. They made it into a movie that was pretty yeah. trashy, um, but it, it's all right. But uh, yeah, The Sicilian is great. Um, I like all the, I like even the sh the knock the knockoffs of The Godfather. Yep. All those are are, are are awesome. I had a girl yeah. try to get me into um, like John Grisham books and stuff like that. She's like, I don't know, incredible, it. like the Pelican Brief and all these like lawyer okay. books. Like uh, I think he did. I think all of his books have pretty much been turned into. Movies, movies. You know, uh, the Rainmaker, underrated mm. film with your boy Mickey Rourke. Really mm. good film. Um, who Who's the guy that did all the Jack Ryan books? I never read his books, but I love the Jack Ryan movies. So I don't know. Yeah, 
you know, Jack Ryan, American right, what's hero. Your, what's your three favorite movies, G? Three favorite movies? Yeah, hit us, bro. Not the best movies of all time, but the ones I love the most? I'll, I'll If you can keep it quick, I'll take both. If I can keep it quick, motherfucker. He's a long-winded motherfucker over here. What the fuck here. is going on over here? If I can keep it quick. Um, shit. He's My, yeah, I, I, you, you kind of put me <laughs> three, on the spot three, here. All right, all right, ready, ready. Three favorite movies, go. <laughs> uh Apocalypse Now Redux. All right. All right, but that's douchey and fucking cinematic and all that other shit. And then I love, I fucking love uh, Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I think that's pretty much the Ooh, perfect comedy. Wow, interesting. Uh, okay. It barely beats out Caddyshack and Old School for me to be like the perfect comedy. Okay. Um, and I would go. I throw uh, The Hangover in there too. Okay. Uh, like as a like a comedy blockbuster, also like Superbad was a was a. I'm not as really... high on Superbad. Nah. Nah. All right. Nah, I, think I loved Superbad. that shit when it came out, but I was yeah. like a freshman in high school. Yeah, I think like... I think I don't know if Superbad holds up as your age. I think okay. it's like pretty cool when you're younger. Yeah, it and, makes sense. Yeah. And you're because if at least for me, it kind of fit that time where like you know what I mean you're like going yeah. to parties. Yep. You know, Super... I couldn't really relate to being like a dorky nerdy kid, but like <laughs> it's all right. I like you know. I'm fake ID. Fake ID. Fake ID. Yeah. Did you ever use a fake ID? Uh, yeah, yo, I got the funniest fake ID story ever. LJ, you know my boy LJ? Of course. Tall, handsome, 6'3", uh, motherfucker. Yep. He used a fake ID of his cousin for years. His cousin has Down syndrome. No. I promise you, we got in everywhere. Motherfuckers no. were like, until, until it was Ali's bachelor party, we go to strip club. Bouncer looks at it, looks at him, looks at it, looks at him and goes, that's not you. Oh, by the way, 5'3". He's got his height on it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> he used it everywhere. Stop it. Bro, if I if I, if I I call someone, they would validate it. You know I don't bullshit. That's straight wow. up, bro. I don't lie. Hey, listen, I would never give kids bad advice about how to, like, you know, become ungovernable. But if you got a fake <laughs> idea. LJ goes like this. They go, he, uh, they sh- he's, he's like, this isn't you. He's like, oh, it isn't. And they're like, nah. And he's like, okay. That's <laughs> like, the response? No. They gave the ID back? Oh, Fuck it's not? Yeah. He's like, oh, it shit. isn't? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, for real? Oh, yeah, babe, what so about this funny, one? Bro. Yeah. So funny, So funny. Dude, it's real easy, guys. Bouncers don't get paid that much money. If you show up with confidence and a folded $20 bill behind the ID and you hand yeah, the ID over. You. I like this. Okay? Yeah. Now, you should never do this. This is This is, you should not do this. I would never be somebody to tell you to get around the rules, get get around authority. I would never tell you to become no. ungovernable. That's not me. No. Follow the rules, people. The people in charge care about you, and these rules exist for a reason. Fucking rule follower. So obedient. follow the rules and shut up and be obedient. But you should definitely not be like the people that do this. Or just a 20 in uh Because in they a... get into the bar. Right. And all you got to do is these people... They hand the ID with a folded 20 behind it, and they look confident. Smart. And they, they're real quiet on the fucking line. They don't draw attention to themselves. Yeah. No, you know? not, don't be a dick. Don't be douchey. Yeah. Last movie. Last movie, uh, Predator. Okay. Fuck, I love Predator. Okay. It's not a great movie, but fuck, I love it. Yeah. I love I've that movie. I love Die Hard, too. Fuck, I love Die Hard. I've never seen it. I, I, I've been getting shit for never seeing Top Gun. Top Gun? Yeah, I'm going to have to see it. Yeah, I mean it's quintessential '80s Americana. Uh, what yeah. drives me out of my mind about? And I was like, my uh, my friends bust my balls about it. And I was like, bro, I was born in the '90s. Yeah, and he was like, because you, you saw a Godfather. Because you look like you could have been the lead. You look like you could have been in in Top Gun. In Top Gun, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Could well, have, well, thanks. Yeah. Could have been Stomp the Yard, too. Stomp the Yard? <laughs> Stomp the Yard. That, that's a breakdancing movie or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's, uh, what's the uh, what's the that horrible fighting movie? If, well, if you saw my last fight, I tried to breakdance and move in the in the cage. A little, I wanted you... to go spin on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I thought it was the jelly leg. I thought, I thought that was the... You out there doing the Dougie. Nah. None of the that. short left. Um, so I go with... Uh, <laughs> I. Man, it's it's tough. I love uh, I love the Godfather movies. I like the ma- mafia movies, bro. Goodfellas. The Bronx um, Tale is like a perfect. Bronx movie. Tale I know we're, we're like constantly we constantly kissing Chaz's Chaz. ass, man. But I mean, fuck the Bronx Tale is an unbelievable movie. It's like 100%. a perfect movie, man. Um, Pulp Fiction. I like Tarantino too. Yeah. I guess like I kind of have like a couple of guys that I like. Like I like Scorsese like and Scorsese. Tarantino. They're like o- they're like almost don't misses. Yep. You know, I got, like I said, Puzo and James Elroy. Like, I got a couple authors I like. Now, hit me with this, G. Mm. Three favorite foods. If you And this isn't no Desert Island shit where this is you have to eat this every day. Uh. I'm just saying, if you're, are you getting a little hungry, big fella? A little bit. You getting a little hungry? A little bit. If you could have just anything, I could just it, get it, slide it right across you now. What is it? One, two, and three. It doesn't have to be in order. Well, the number one's easy. It's the easiest one in the world. Chicken, Tell me. Chicken parm. Chicken parm. Chicken parmesan. Chicken parmesan. Now, also, are we talking like any food here? Are we talking like like anything? Or do you yeah, have no to be limits. able to? So I get like it's my mom's food and stuff? Fuck so yeah. Okay. Are you kidding? Yeah. Mom, mama, mama hooks up this thing where it's like uh, chicken marsala and chicken parmesan had a baby. It's a, it's a fried chicken cutlet with like a, a mushroom gravy, a brown mushroom gravy. And yeah. That's the, the, the mozzarella on top. That is just over egg noodles. My God almighty. Sounds delicious. It's unreal. And she also does this kind of half franchise. It's like almost chicken scampi. She mm. does like a garlic. She does like a garlic uh, white wine and then puts a bunch of lemon in it. It's like a chicken scampi is through this roof too. My mom, I don't know if you guys can tell, my mom can cook. Cook, <laughs> cook, cook. So my, mo- my mom gets her own category. Her, and then oddly enough, her potato salad. It's like fucking crack. Her potato salad is unreal. Is that this number three? I, this are we going I, potato salad number three? No, no, no. What's number three? Uh, a good steakhouse steak. Good hard steak, to beat. huh? Good steak at a steakhouse. Hard to beat. No, 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 no. No, I don't go ribeye. I, I normally go. Filet mignon? I, at Chaz's restaurant. <laughs> the Chateaubriand was he's incredible. A, he's a Chaz simp I'm a Chaz simp. I do, you know, if I, got, if I got a simp for somebody, fuck. Dude's, dude's a J. Yeah, uh, probably... Um, at a place called St. Elmo's in Indianapolis. I had the best steak of my life. Okay. Best steak of my life. What type of steak? This was a porterhouse. Okay. Porterhouse has the, if I, if I don't understand, it has the sirloin. It has, it's a T-bone, and then it has the uh, the sirloin. And then the uh, the T-bone steak is the like the New York strip, the sirloin, and the- T-bone steak, cheese eggs, and what's That's great? right, yeah. Uh, I had a porterhouse, it's, and it was t- terrific. That's what I'd go with. But it's hard. I usually go ribeyes. I don't mean I you don't, gotta I'm, have potatoes all like, gratin. Gotta have the potatoes all right, gratin. And that's I, I'm happy you included sides and stuff yeah. because that that goes along with it. Yes, you know, for um, sure. All right, so you go some potatoes. You need some accoutrements. Yeah. So like my my three, I'm gonna go. I I'm gonna I I gotta you know I'm a good son. I gotta go. With my mom's fucking meatballs and chicken cutlets. Mm. Unbelievable. She made them together when I I was home. Now were you a sauce family bit. or a gravy family? Um, gravy. We call it the gravy, Italian, bro. Sunday yeah. gravy. But, but yeah, but like we're American, and where it's you know it's we know it's it's sauce, but you call it gravy. We know, and obviously there's gravy, like gravy typically is people think Thanksgiving. Yeah. But sometimes they just call the like 
the tomato sauce that they make, like yep. gravy. Yep. There's a lot, you know, a lot goes into it. Do you call it pasta or macaroni? Um, I think pasta more. Mm-hmm. Actually, not well. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Dependent. Yeah. Mm. I remember as a kid, I used to call it Ronies. Ronies. And I, I was like, because I like, I guess because I couldn't Spaghetti. say it. But uh, and I remember I was at my friend's house, and I was like, I was like, I must have been like five or something. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, we're having Ronies. He's like, what the fuck are Ronies? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was like embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Need some Ronies and cheese. Yeah. Some macarons. Hey, Ronies sick. He's like, what the fuck are Ronies? <laughs> if you I'm like, had you're to six, I'm if, five. Why are you cursing? If you had to cook something, could you cook something for yourself that would be good? I'm not a great cook, mm. but yeah, I can make some. I can make some happen. But I, I don't. I, I'm not gonna be in there sp- sprinkling and measuring shit out. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't like that. No, no. I absolutely not to that. Oh. I could like you make cat I could, food I could out make the some, can. I can make some dope ass eggs. Don't call fucking tuna fish cat I've food, seen you bro. Eat cat food out. You the have can. an aversion to fucking tuna fish and a lot of healthy foods like the liver I, I be oh. eating and stuff. Uh, liver and cabbage. Who does this? Oh my god. Healthy, bro. bro. Oof, healthy. That's uh, how, you saw me in fight camp, bro. That's oof. how it's got to be. That's how it's got to be. Yikes. Yeah. yeah. If you want to fight on TV, those are, these are the sacrifices so you got to make sometimes. After you fought on TV, were you craving any food? Like after, So these after that the... I'm, I'm telling you now are like kind of like, yeah, I, like I, that. You get you get crazy cravings yeah. in a fight camp. I think I too. saw you eat pad thai every night for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I was eating a lot of I was, I was eating a lot of that. Yo, that's another thing. Fucking, I got into Indian food recently. Mm. I always thought, I was like, oh, Indian food's probably gross. Yeah. Like, I remember I was with Matt Brown in Abu Dhabi, and he was like, Let's go to this Indian place. And I was like, no, ew. Yeah. Gross. And he was like, bro, like Indian's dope. And I was like, all right. All right, I'll, ch- I'll try it. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think I'm going to like it. And he was like, you got to get butter chicken. Oh, butter chicken. That was my introduction. Solid. It's delicious. Lost. Delicious. I, I like, I like like a lot of sauce. Like, I don't like Ooh, dry food. Solid. It's like, got, it's got, that's what I like about Indian food. It's got like, like the, I get uh, goat curry. Goat's like, it's like lamb. Too gamey. Too gamey. Yeah, I like gamey though. Mm. Like my, even on my second thing, I'm going to go. Like a cheeseburger, but I would rather have a bison patty in there. Why? Like a bison burger. Really? Is yeah, it it's like a little leaner, and I, I like the way it tastes. Huh. Yeah. Better than better than all beef? Better than Angus? Better for you, for sure. Nothing I've ever but had in my life, too. by the way, is more overrated than Wagyu. Nothing in yeah. my life I've ever had is more overrated than Wagyu. Nothing. Kobe's good, though. Kobe's pretty good. Kobe. 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 Pretty good, but uh, I will say this: about I, Indian you gotta food. get. I, I want sweet potato fries on the side. I like sweet potato fries better than French fries. I'll tell you about Indian food. It is delicious. It is delicious, but so you know good. how they say some things are an acquired taste. But it's like you get, Indian you food's get, an acquired r- smell. Well, not some of it smells fucking awesome. It does not. It, it does. You got to be honest. I and I'm not some talking of shit. it doesn't. It all of it smells so bad. When when that delivery comes, it is horrific. So you smell. better not be talking about the people. No, I'm talking about the food. All right, just making sure. But I mean, you are what you eat. <laughs> so that's that's kind of one of the things that I think turns people off a bit. It like intimidates people. It's either intimidating. The spice or the smells and yes. stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's but, not an acquired taste. It's delicious, but it is an acquired smell, boy. Yeah, the the that goat curry down in Miami Spice Guru. Uh-huh. Shit, it's fire. Pompano Beach. Uh-huh. Shout out, shout out, yo. Shout they out. Don't, shout out, free shit. Yeah, that's goat. <laughs> shout um, out, free goat. They don't, they don't, yeah, I'll take all the goat. I, I get that all the time. You get like the white rice with it, which is like the probably the best carbohydrate saffron, for you. Saffron. Le, saffron. They was that the saffron spice? Saffron in there. Hell yeah. Yeah. Delicious. And then my, so that was my final. That was. That no, was you three. got you got three. I get my mom's. Uh, the burger is the third. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a burger with some sweet potato fries on the side. Yeah. Over a steak with potatoes au gratin? Mm. You went burger yeah. and fries? Yeah. 
Yeah. Some bro, if you go to like a fancy steakhouse, you go, man of the people. You can go to a fancy ass steakhouse and the burger, I would say almost 9 times out of 10 is better than the fucking meat. You know My what? dad would always would go to this place and he would always get the burger and I would like be getting like a steak or something. Yeah. And then every time I'd like get a bite of his burger, I'd be like, fuck, I fucked up. I should have got that. This is actually a life tip that old Big G taught me when I was in pharma sales. My dad had worked in, you know, sales in New York for a long time. And, you know, he's like, I was like, how do I know what a good uh, steakhouse is? He was like, fuck Sagat's. Because back in the day, you didn't have Yelp. Mm-hmm. You didn't have, you had, you had, you know, the Zagat rating. And he's like, fuck that. Go to the steakhouse you're taking the doctors to for lunch and order a burger. If they fuck up a burger, they're going to fuck up a steak. Mm. So he was like, go do some intel. He said, if it's a good burger, go. they're gonna, you're going to have a good steak. If it's a bad burger, if they fuck up a burger, they're going to fuck up a steak. Nice. I was like, that's what's up. That's pretty solid right yeah. there. That's some, that's, that's, some, that's some solid fucking intel right there, big and man. And people, I hope maybe we could clip this and I'll throw it on my Instagram. I want people telling me their three favorite foods. All right. You know what I mean? I, l- I like hearing about that shit. Yeah. I think it's Specific cool. places that we should eat. Specific yeah, or places. No, it doesn't. Yeah, that that's cool too. I want. I that. just like uh, you know what I mean. I don't know why. It's, it's, I find it interesting. <laughs> oh, dude, I, but I love a chicken parm. I just feel like it's the perfect. Food. I gotta say, do you think there's a universal think, food that th- if you put it down in front of everybody, they would actually like it? No, Does anybody no. not like chicken parm? Yes. Who? Bro, my boy. Oh, don't C tell rice, me a vegan. My boy C a vegan, rice. Vegans don't like them. They don't like themselves. Some people They're are out. crazy picky. My boy C rice eats like four things. That's it. It's fried chicken. It's tomato sauce and it's, and it's fucking cheese. I mean, if it's if it's rice, done, don't like cheese, bro. What? Yeah, you heard me. Fresh mutts? He d- don't even. Yeah, the no, parmesan. He doesn't like ice cream. He doesn't like people d- have things they don't like. It's it's so there's no. There, I think there's no universal. Calories everyone... thrown out the window. We're talking taste here. You're telling me he doesn't like chicken parmesan? <sighs> yes, bro. All right. You need, better friends. you need better friends. <laughs> you need better friends. You need better friends. You make, can't. You can't. You've made a mistake in judgment by associating yourself with the psychopath. Yeah, it's, he's very he's very picky. There's very bones. Picky man. There's bones People are of like this. children. There's six there's six children bones in his basement. I'd guarantee you right <laughs> at least nine adults. He yeah, has a lot of my belongings in his basement. <laughs> Shout out C Rice. That's my brother. Even though he only eats about four things. Burger? Everybody loves burgers. So listen to this. He'll get a burger, nothing on it. Well done. Oh my That's god. It. He's a Come fucking on, weirdo with it, bro. bro. He's a weirdo. It's a psychopath. <laughs> You're hanging out with a lunatic. Easy. He's a lunatic. Easy. Come on. Maybe. He orders fish and eats the eyeballs. He only orders fish and still has the head on fish. it. I don't think he would touch fish. He doesn't touch I'm fish. I'm telling you, it's like four or five things. What do you think is universal? Like You you didn't grow up when we grew up. You, yeah, is there, I've is there never chicken? had a chicken parm. There's no chicken parm in Tel Aviv? Never had one? Never had one. Hey, let me say this. Veal parm might be better than chicken parm. And I would say typically it is. Veal parm is fucking good. I feel bad for their little veal parm is cow. good, but it's too inconsistent. It's okay. a, you, you got a better chance of getting a right. good if it's done right. You know? If it's done right, and I also like I, I think the salt goes better with salt. Veal piccata and veal marsala I think is better than veal parm. Yeah, salt with salt. Yeah. Okay, salt with salt. The citrus is good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like that stuff. I mean, this is so good. I mean, but breakfast food is always good. Food's food's. I mean, food's good. I like food. Yeah. I enjoy food. Food's tasty. No shit. You know, I like uh, I like food. I'm allergic to to it though. Yeah. The, the calories make me swell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens, bud. Yeah. What uh, what about um, fuck? What was I gonna ask you? Fuck, I'm drawing a blank now. I just had something. Um, I don't know what your three favorite movies are. 
That was what I was going to ask. I was going to ask what the three best ones are. And I, I started drawing a blank. I knew we had to get back to something. <sighs> yeah, but what's your three favorite? You didn't give me your three favorite. Um, I, I think I did. I said, like, I think I went with... Pulp you went with Tarantino. Pulp Fiction. Yeah, you gave me two directors. You gave me Pulp no, yeah, Fiction. Yeah, I said Pulp Fiction. I think I said Godfather and Goodfellas. Um, but, like, I love Casino. I remember I loved The Dark Knight when it came out, too. That's and I'm phenomenal. not... I, I, you know me. I don't fuck with really Superman shit. I don't yeah. like Superman shit, but I like that... Like that grittier, yeah. more noir style, like yeah. you know, like Heath Ledger as the as a Joker, as one of the most like compelling characters I've ever yep. seen. I yo, No Country for Old Men, great book and great movie. Yeah, that's a, that's an example. Oh, and The Godfather, how great good book, was great Javier movie. Bardem in that so good, movie. one of the oh. best uh, villains ever. Yeah, yeah. Was it Chigar? Chigar. Antoine. Antoine Chigar. Antoine Chigar. Is he yeah. different in the in the book? Um, pretty similar. Pretty similar. Pretty similar. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a little more stuff Cor- to is it. Is that Cormac Ma- uh, McCarthy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was him. He he's good too. Yeah. He's good. He's got a little Hemingway in him he's where he's a- very brevity and not not a not a big adjective adverb guy. Yeah. Get to it. Get to the point. Yeah. Yeah. I think um you know, when you're talking about best movies, I think it's very genre dependent. Like you know, you look at something like Into the Spider-Verse, you're never going to be like, that's one of the best movies ever. That's that's one of the best superhero and animated films you could ever make. I mean, that is yeah. an absolute masterpiece. Into the Spider-Verse, you want to talk about A-plot, B-plot. Uh, you know, first act, second act. I mean, structurally perfect, visually beautiful. The, you know, uh, the score amplifies Ooh, the message. It's, speaking of A-plot, B-plot, that reminded me. Know which movie I loved? Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah. Guy Ritchie. Love it. I like I, a lot of Guy Ritchie movies I like too. Snatch like Snatch better. I like Snatch better. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I Lockstock is great. There's no, a I comedian. I forget this guy's name. There's a comedian that does TikToks of every Guy Ritchie ever. Andrew something. He nails it. He I gotta check that out. I'm not on TikTok, but he nails it. I, I saw. Uh, how about that dude uh, Lenny, the guy who's who's in that movie, like the governor. Governor? Yeah, you know he, he he plays a role and he talks like this and he he, he plays he has like a he doesn't have a huge role and actually he has a he has a good one but he was like a real life like badass like he was like a he was like a boxer I think he was a bare knuckle boxer. You're look not up, talking about Gorgeous George, are you? No, 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 no. You're oh, thinking okay. of Snatch. Uh, look up Lenny the Governor real quick, Omri. Let's pull that up real quick. This dude's badass. Do you know the definition of nemesis? This dude's like a this dude's like a nah, that's great shit. This dude's like a real life like character. No and right. but he, but they put him he's in Lockstock. He's a big brood, brooding guy with the bald head. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forget uh we got it. Yep. Yep, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, see yeah. let's see see some more. But like there's he this dude's a fucking animal. He's a wild motherfucker. Really? Yeah. Vinny Jones. Cool, Vinny they, Jones they, was a soccer player. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, who would have guessed that? Out yeah. there, apparently he was he was like the Dennis Rodman of the of the Premier League too. He's out there grabbing my spot of junk and I shit. I love the way like Snatch and Locksock like come together. Like there's like six different like groups of characters that all can join yeah. somewhere. Yeah, you know what I mean. And like I I like that shit. Yeah, that's, that's really cool. That's like a plot, b plot, c plot. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean that's Tarantino. That's that's you know that uh, again. What the hell's the name of that? Um, it comes from comic books. There's a there's a term for that. Uh, shit, something with a C. My mind's not working great. All right, now I need more coffee. Um, th- do you a- ever take? Do you ever take a nootropic like no. Alpha Brain? Or I took this uh, one from uh, Honest Supplements called Neuro. I'm gonna call it like Neuro Plus. I believe it was called. Shit was good. Does it help? Yeah, you, it you, helps. 
Yeah, I, Alpha Brain was great too. Like it, you could you could like feel it when you when you take it. Too. Really, it's do like you feel like yeah, you're you kind of focus in like uh, yeah, yeah, you can feel it. You get you get a little sharper. Like the words you can come, you know, and you're like, oh, what the fuck is I gonna say or mm-hmm. what's that? That words escaping me. It yeah. helps that like kind of bridge that gap. Really? Yeah, I like nootropics. Yeah. Wow, Honest like, supplements, neural one, neural plus. It's uh, like a performance enhancing drug for a comic. For real, it really is. Yeah. Get yeah. on stage and you're just on it, just yeah. letting it ride. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, There's a little pun you made there. On it, Alpha Brain. Hey, on it, Alpha Brain. Yeah, the the idea of um, you know what what the hell is the word? It's driving me out of my mind. Chronicle. I don't know what the hell, but this is chronological. No, what are we trying to describe? Tarantino, Guy Ritchie, that where you know the segmented stories you know intertwine and then they come together in the end. You know the 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 three different plots are are all you know together. what the hell? Um, if you look up Pulp Fiction, it'll it'll tell you what the type of movie it is, and that's now you you showed me somebody showed me that thing with from uh, Pulp Fiction that Uma Thurman is describing kill the, the Kill Bill character a little bit. That's little incredible. Bit. That's really cool. Bit. That's yeah, good well, stuff. Tarantino has like his own world. Like there's theories on Tarantino where he, um, so you take Inglorious Bastards, mm-hmm. how they killed Hitler. Yep, that made. That so Pulp Fiction uh, exists in a world where Hitler was killed that way. Really? So it kind of makes violence a little more like like uh, acceptable. Acceptable. You know what I mean? Huh. Like it makes uh, it makes things a little. It, it makes the the world a little different. Are you okay? And like you know there isn't there isn't the Charlie Manson like that shit got got spoiled. It like got in, snuffed out. Like in uh, what was that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Oh, yeah. 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 yeah he, so he's got his own little universe. <laughs> There's a uh, Reservoir Dogs, a great one. Mm-hmm. One thing that bothers me not about Tarantino, or did you just reminded me, because how hot Margot Robbie is. We all agree Margot Robbie is unreal, right? Oh yeah, and everybody agrees Margot Robbie is unreal. But I think she looks exactly like the girl from My Name Is Earl, and nobody ever talks about her. Jamie Presley? Jamie Presley, smoke show. Look up Jamie Presley from, I believe it was Poison Ivy 2. Young Jamie Presley. Look at this freaking 11 out of 10. And nobody ever talks about her. She don't get her. her props? She don't get her flowers. All right. Uh, I'm sure the comments are going to be, here goes, it was fat guy simping. But let me tell yeah. you something. First of all, my name is Earl. Unbelievably great My man show. Ethan Suple in that. That mm-hmm. dude, how about him? How about the shape? He was Louis Elastic, known right. for being the big fat motherfucker. Yep. He came out. We gotta get him on the podcast. That'd soon. be dope. We'll get him down. Love to be Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, I, I, yeah, he's great in everything, man. Yeah, he's, he's a real, really good. great guy too. Is great he? person. Is great he? person. It's awesome. nice when people that like you're a fan of yeah. and you meet are actually like a cool motherfucker. But my name is Earl. Got canceled on a cliffhanger. Oh, shit. On a cliffhanger. We don't know who the father of Earl's son is. It gets canceled on a cliffhanger. The father of Earl's son. Yeah, it wouldn't be Earl. You've never watched the show. I used to, but I, I didn't watch it like yeah. that. Well, the idea is that hopefully it does become Earl, but it's been raised as other people's kids. It's this whole. It's a great show, and they're going towards a, an obvious great finish, and the show gets canned. Was that Jason Lee? How, yeah. How yeah. have they not made a movie out of that? Out of all the things the internet can do, the internet can bring back Clerks Three, but we can't bring back you know a My Name Is Earl movie. You really like My Name Is I Earl? I love My Name Is Earl, and you like I Seinfeld. I do. I like uh, I like King of Queens better than Seinfeld. Oh, that's Kevin no, James. There's no way. Fuck yeah, it's not even bro! Close. I, yeah, hell yeah. King of Queens I, is I, even King as good Queens as everybody good. loves Raymond. King Queens, I, King Queens, way better than everybody loves. Oh, Raymond. you got you're out of your mind. No, I'm you're not. out of your mind. No, I'm not. The only thing that's King better is, is great. what's what's better? What's better? 
I like uh I I I think Kevin James is great. Yep. Um he's and I like uh I like Lee Remini. Yep. I like Not better Deacon. than Elaine Bennis. Deacon's cool for the seven seconds he's in it. I like I like Patton Oswalt. I like Patton Oswalt for the eleven seconds. I like uh, so Patton Oswalt. I like Arthur Stiller or Jerry Stiller. There you go. Now we're starting. Arthur. Okay. Now he 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 he's the he's wild fantastic. card. But he's also in Seinfeld and he's hilarious in Seinfeld. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm sticking to my guns, brother. There's oh. nothing you can tell me. Kevin James probably funnier than Jerry Seinfeld, but the Seinfeld, the brilliance of Seinfeld, is it was the very first sitcom where the lead wasn't the guy saying the punchlines. The lead. He's like the straight man. The lead of. is the audience proxy. Okay. And it's he, the humility of Jerry Seinfeld to go into that writer's room and not be like, no, that Bogart. more jokes. Yeah. yeah. Not Bogart, Bogart the punchline. You know, Jerry is this there. Everybody else is crazy around Jerry. Jerry doesn't do many crazy things. It's Kramer's crazy. George is crazy. Elaine and is George crazy. George is, is, uh, is uh, Larry, Larry David. David. Yeah. And Larry David, now, how, how did they split up the writing of that show? Well, like, it's a, it's, it's a it's, collaborative it's, environment. It, okay. Yeah, it's, it's from, so it's what, I, it was I, I wasn't there by, from what was, I hear. Who's it created by? Was it created by Seinfeld? Created Larry, by David Larry David and, and Jerry Seinfeld. They were collaborative on it. So and, what, they were like they were like working together? Like Was, was Larry David a stand-up? I think I he, he must have he, at least he been was writing on Saturday Night Live. I know that he, he had written on Saturday Night Live. It's where he met Elaine. <laughs> you know, Elaine was part of that uh, that lost season of Saturday Night Live where they, oh. they call it the worst season ever. But it was Robert Downey Jr. and maybe oh no really, shit, yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. Lauren Michaels like really blew it. You know, they they had gone through their their first. They they kind of like tried to do like a Save by the Bell new generation like rebrand Saturday Night Live with all these young cool kids and it was horrible. Yeah. And but those kids were gener- like genuinely talented. It was just bad. It just wasn't. It was didn't fit right. Yeah, you know. Um, and so Larry David knows Elaine Bennis. Now, what's crazy about Seinfeld is, you know, they didn't want George because Larry David talk about humility and, and ego. Larry David didn't want a f- short, fat, bald guy in the role. So they had offered it to other. They had offered it to Danny DeVito, and then apparently Larry David you know blew a gasket over it. And then the guy that they really wanted, apparently, according to lore, was Chris Rock. Oh, Chris wow. Rock was supposed to wow. be George. No shit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he I might have liked the show more. If it was, he, if but it he was hadn't him. blown up yet. He hadn't become Chris Rock yet. You know, this is right before. And I wonder if that would have pigeonholed him a little bit. How do you play that part? I, he, you know, it would have been hard for him to go do, you know, all the shit he did. His, you know, he came out with those two massive specials that were yeah. very not Seinfeld. Sure, you know, uh, yeah, could have changed his voice a little bit. Yeah, yeah, could have turned him more into like an Aziz Ansari type of a guy instead of Chris Motherfucking Rock. Yeah, 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 you know. So who knows? But um, I don't know. I, I I think the genius of Seinfeld, the brilliance of Seinfeld. Is almost like a you know one other guy maybe in history Jack Benny you know is the guy that that didn't have to he's a star that had the humility not to to have every punchline. Who's Jack Benny? What's what's that? Old school guy, Bob Hope, Jack Benny, one of the one of the uh, OGs of of comedy. You know comedy comedy as a stand up. <laughs> I'm very young. <laughs> you forget this. A lot of people don't know who they are. A lot of people don't know. Um, but you know, stand up is is a very new thing. Even though being a comedian, a jester, you used to have to be vaudevillian. You know, you sing, dance, do these other things. Comedy was just one aspect of it. You know, um, and kind of Jack Benny, Bob Hope, uh, Red Fox. Um, you know, the, these guys really. Uh, what's his name? Who kept getting arrested? I always forget his name. Um, who's now been immortalized by marvelous Miss Maisel, uh, Lenny Lenny Bruce. 
Oh, okay. You know, these guys really made stand-up, the one-man show, like, a thing. Okay. Um, and Jack Benny, you know, he was, like, the king of the non-verbal. He's kind of the Sebastian Maniscalco of his day, where his punchlines were his eyes and, and his face. Okay. You know, Bob Newhart, you know. Uh, you know, these are guys where, you know, they would tell a joke just with their with their body and, you know, Bob Lemon, great actors, you know, guys that can non-verbally communicate to the audience in, yeah. in ways that would just drive people crazy. You know, Rodney Dangerfield, you know, he, as funny as he was, when his, you know, he'd, he'd, he'd make my mom and my dad lose it. My grandfather would lose his shit with the look from, you know, Rodney Dangerfield with those eyes would look like they'd blow up out of yeah. his head. Like, yeah. you know, just really, really, really talented cream of the crop acts. I mean, this is, these are the pinnacle. You know, Bob Hope, Jack Benny, um, uh, oof. What's his name, Mister Mister uh, Mister Perfect? Fucking um, the Rat Pack. Come on, the great Don Rickles. Oh, Don Rickles. Don Rickles. Okay. Yeah. You know, Pryor, Red Fox. You know, these, Carlin. These are the best of the best of the best. And Carlin would have listened to a Benny and a Hope and a Lenny Bruce and a Red Fox. And you know that this. These are you know the Godfathers. The I saw George Carlin do stand up before he died. No shit. Yeah, live? I was a fan of him since I was like young. I remember I like watched like a special of him on uh, yeah, so I'm live. What'd you think of Carlin live? Did you like it? Um, yeah. I mean, I love George Carlin. It was cool to see him live. I don't think it was his like. I don't think it wasn't like it wasn't the like the prime best. It wasn't like the best was comedy the show end. I've ever towards seen. Yeah. Um, but it, it it was it was it was cool like to be able to see him and shit like what that. What is the you best comedy I mean? you've ever seen? Man, so um, so I I can relate comedy to like fighting in ways one way being that uh it takes like 10 years to get good you know what i mean you gotta fucking put a lot of work in at least right yeah yeah so i i think the best it's you gotta go like for the times where i've like just laughed my ass off where i've been like it's almost like a hypnosis thing where you're riding their wave, their train of thought, they're setting you up, their beats, they're getting you, where you're like up on the wave and then you crash, totally. you know what I mean? And, yep. and you're all laughing, you're falling out, you're fucking clapping, and you know what I mean? Especially have a couple of drinks in you and stuff. It's, 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 it, I, I like it. It's, it's really good. Um, yeah, comedy's good. It's funny. Um, <laughs> but I do wish, I wish, I gotta say, so I'll, I'll no, I, I'm Big J, Big J, tremendous. tremendous. Um, I remember, uh, I saw Ari. Ari was great. Um, I go to the Stress Factory a lot. Mm-hmm. Shout out Vinny Brand and that crew over there. You know what I mean? Um, uh, who's man? I, Joey Coco Diaz, obviously hilarious. Fucking so I yo I loved seeing fucking you, bro. You fucking killed me. You were awesome <laughs> when you were telling me not to come. I'm so glad I fucking went. You were like, bro, this is a shitty show over here. Whatever. I was like, no, nah, I'm coming, bro. You fucking killed it. Uh, you were great. And man. yo, the person before you was eating a fucking dick. <laughs> It was so bad. It was, he, that place, it was, I felt bad for this motherfucker. It was uncomfortable. He was like repeating the joke, if you build it, they will come. Oh. Folks. Brutal. Like he's, like, a f- I felt bad for the guy. Yeah. Um, but I got there right in time. I saw you and then you had that whole fucking room who was not, who I don't, I don't think they were looking to laugh at anybody. They were like ha- trying to have dinner and shit and you went yeah. in there and fucking, you, you know, you slayed that I place. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. That was, that was fun. Yeah. I, the room matters. The room matters. Sure. You know, like. I wish people understood that, like, as comedy, when you go to see comedy, like, you are a part of the show. Like, you give us energy, you're going to get so much energy back in return. Like, right. like, bring the right energy. You guys come in and you're having a couple drinks, you're there to have a good time, comics feel it, and take it to another level, man. And I, I, have, a, I have a not popular uh, 
one who I thought was great. I remember me and my dad saw Amy Schumer at really? Stress Factory one time. She was fucking great. Yeah, I don't people, think... People hate on her, though, a lot, right? I think people hate on her because of... Because of her success? Maybe, but well, also... But they say she steals jokes, that's right? It. Yeah, that, that's it. I don't think anybody has ever said that she's not a great performer of comedy. Okay. It's kind of that whole Carlos Mencia thing. It's like nobody would say he's he's a bad performer of comedy. Right, but you it's, gotta come up with your own shit. Yeah, or at least give the people money and credit if you're taking it from them. Like, if right. you ask their permission. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, you know, th- this is our intellectual property. This is. Yeah, I thought Ari's juice special was great. Saw it twice. He's he's very. I mean, that was very good. Super. It's all thematic yeah. and like, but he. Oh, that shit was so good. Shane Gillis. So I I lost. Which, you talk about the stress factory. I, I made it to the quarter, whatever the quarters, final four of a of their big March Madness comedy. A contest this is many years ago and i'm like pretty cool there's like 130 comics and i make it to the final four right and i do this bit about bill clinton that was like a great bit for me at the time and did really well and i walk off stage all cocky i'm like i got the crowd in the palm of my hand i crushed it this fucking guy shane gillis who i never heard of ever before in my life this big fucking pennsylvania sounding yinzer ass motherfucker goes up there and starts talking about how jackie robinson ruined baseball Gillis has uh danny mcbride vibes dude he was he was he was 60 seconds into his bit and i'm like let's fucking go let's leave you're like it's it's over let's, you knew fun, he won. let's go yeah the balls to even he's funny do I, saw, this I saw him at stress factor him and like uh i think like lewis uh jay Ari, all those guys did yeah. something one time yeah it was a good time it was, it was during the pandemic they had us outside in like the winter in like a t- in like tents and yeah shit. it was, yeah, it was yeah. a good time yeah I hit, yeah. I hit up I hit up Shane I was uh you know I was like hey man I got this idea for a joke on like Julius Caesar and I can't I can't make it funny and you know I love the way that you're able to blah 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 and he and I text him I was like maybe we can work on it and then he texted back to his credit texted back I have no interest in workshopping jokes with you <laughs> <laughs> good like, for you Shane I was like whoa you know what good for you fair good I, for better you. than hey bud yeah just give me a call next week we'll figure it out now the fact yeah. he ripped he, that bandaid off he, right he, texted, yep. he goes I have no interest in, in workshopping I have <laughs> no interest that's fucking hilarious <laughs> that's great good for him alright well shit yeah. fuck me All right, nah, he's, right. he's a cool yeah. dude never meet your idols yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah like that was 60 seconds into his bit I was like oh you said he was talking about what? You said Jackie Robinson. How Jackie ruined Robinson baseball? ruined baseball. I don't know if he's ever done I've, I've never I don't know if he's ever done the bit on camera. It's one of the greatest bits I've ever seen in my yeah. life. I mean, it was so as a baseball player, it was so funny. He's like, you know how much fun I don't want to do his bit. If he does if he doesn't have it recorded, but it, it's it's such a good bit. Yeah. It's so brilliant and it's so unassailable. You know, like yeah. it's you know, he he just he has this perfect way of finding the line. Very Louis C.K. in his style, where he knows where the line is and he crosses it, but he's apologetic of, about crossing it, so you, people allow him to keep crossing it. You know, who are your favorite comedians? Don Rickles. Um, yeah, Rickles is amazing. I love this new version. I of, like that shit talking roast, and you know what I mean. Yeah, I love a roast. Like, roasts are great. Yeah. yeah, you know the you know the the idea that it's all crowd work. I love that. It's kind of like the magician. That's like tricks. that's like Jay. Yeah, like Big J does that. I do. I do a lot of that too. Yeah, you know, you find your mark. Yeah, well, like, yeah, you, you, that, you know, that's what you're that, doing like the whole time, practically uh, up there. Pretty much. Well, yeah, the, well you know what? You have to, right? Like, because in an audience like that, you have to make it about them. That's kind of like what the okay. room is. That's reading a room, right? There's some people that they, you know, I think of it from a like a like football perspective. To be honest with you, like, r- like it's it's running the option. 
you know, I'm we do this and we read the defensive end. It's a pull read and it's a pitch. Like, yeah. I'm going to come out and I'm going to say this. And by the way they respond to it, I'm like, okay, we're doing politics. Nope, we're doing relationships. Oh, that didn't work. Oh, let's go to Fat Guy Does Stuff. That always works. You know, like, yeah. so you're thinking in your mind. And it's a weird place when you're in the fucking zone. You're there, but you're not there. You're in the future. Uh. Your Your mouth is moving. And you're telling your jokes, you know, and your face is moving and you're doing your pantomimes, but your brain is in the future. Mm. You're thinking, of, all right, next, all right, next, and it's like an assembly line. And then you're, part of your brain is looking at the crowd, part of your brain is looking for their reaction, part of your brain is, it, it, it's, it's such a mental exercise, man, that like, it's, it, it's I've heard you talk about the high of, of winning mm. and what everything about it is. Nothing will ever feel like hitting a ball and knowing it's gone the second it hits your bat. There's nothing I will ever feel in my life like getting the bat on a ball and it like your whole body just knows it. Oh, gotcha. And for a split second, time stands still. And you can't hear the crowd. You just you feel that connection. And next Bro, thing you know, that ball's gone. You know how much better it feels to punch a motherfucker in the face and knock him down? I don't. Or, uh, I or don't. To... I can only imagine. You've, you've never punched him in the face and knocked him down in of your course, life? Of course, but I've never got paid for it. Normally after I do that, i got to run. Yeah, true. And now I'm doing cardio. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this like, sucks. This. Ah, yeah. this is bullshit. Get out of here before the yeah, cops come. punked out. I've never <laughs> won a fight and gotten rewarded for it. That yeah. much I can assure you. Uh, man, well, it's, it's cool because like, you got all your training, all that time. Yeah. You're thinking about this motherfucker every day. And then when you fucking sink in the choke and they're tapping and the ref's grabbing you off the the relief, uh, the high, there's nothing you could smoke, snort, or shoot that'll give you that fucking What it feel feeling, like with bro. CM Punk, man? You're, you're in the UFC. You're a fucking kid. No one ever knew who you were. Now the whole world knows who you are. You just beat up one of the most famous people on earth. You just beat this motherfucker into the goddamn ground. Well, here's the thing. I knew I, I, knew I, I was supposed to, had to. Like, I knew going into, like, go, so when I fought him, it was like I had to be perfect. I had to give this dude a fucking goose egg. He couldn't have, do one good thing. If oh, he did one like good a, thing, it was like it a was Jake Paul situation. So it was almost like I, yeah, it was almost like, like I had. You don't want to be, God forbid, you're Ben Askren getting fucking I Yeah, no, folded. I couldn't, I, I felt like if I let him do one, if he had one, landed one anything, it would be bad. Wow. Yeah, so it had to be a perfect thing. Like, then when I, like, my fights, like, when I fought Sage after, I was like, all right. Now we can have, a, like, a fight. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. The give and take, the feeling, all that shit. You can have a little more of that, you know? Well, that one just had to be perfect. Had to give him a fucking goose What did it feel get like getting pulled quick. off of him? What did it feel like? Euphoria? Like relief. Relief. More relief. Not yeah. euphoria. Yeah. A lot of, there's, a, there's a lot of relief to it. So you never know. You can slip on a fucking banana peel. And at the end of the day, it's two, it's two men throwing bones Bro. at each other. There's, you know, it's... Uh, it's, talk about football, a game of inches, yeah. a game of fucking millimeters, bro. Let me tell you. A game of millimeters. And everything could be different. You just, you could have there's there's been times where you don't or you don't feel like your best self. You better have your best self in that moment. You can't be like, ah, could we, could we fight in like two hours? Yep. I've felt that way before. Yeah. Or like I just like, yeah, I was like, hey, give me like if I could just fight in like an hour later, yeah, I'd it'd be better. Yep. That's why I say like I've won plenty of fights in a minute. Yep. When if that fight happens two hours later, that could be a three round fucking war. You you never know, man. It's it's bro. You're speaking to my soul right now. When I get off and I have a set, now it's a completely different thing. But when I get off, especially when I'm on the road and there's money involved and it's a big room, mm-hmm. you know, I want to get booked here. I want to get. I want to. You know, I need the headline here. Relief. I, I am relieved. People come yeah. up and they're like, "Man, you were really funny." I'm like, "Thank God." 
Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Thank God. Yeah. And there's no like, yeah, of course I was. Why wouldn't I be? It's yeah. I, I got it done. Yeah. Oof. All right. You know, and then and then the two hour thing makes all the sense. We went to the stand. You know, I felt like I ate shit. You're like, you did good compared no, to everybody good. else. I'm, but for me, I ate shit. I'm 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 used to a better reaction than that. I'm used to more reaction. I know when the jokes hit and when they don't. And jokes that should have hit weren't hitting. Because I've been drinking for fucking five hours, if I went yeah. up two hours earlier, I'm sharper. It's right, on right. me. You know, so sure. it's that two-hour thing that you're talking about. And I'm thinking about it the whole week. We were hanging out the next day. I'm thinking about it the whole fucking next day. I'm like, I missed this fucking word and that bit. This punchline doesn't land because I rushed the fucking this. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm thinking about. Yeah. I'm not thinking about like, hey, man, I did pretty good at a fucking good comedy club. And I'm like, I fucking, I blew three of my fucking jokes. Yeah. Because my dumb ass was fucking drinking and partying. Yeah. You know, it's like, good to be critical of yourself, man. You should be your own biggest critic, you know? Yeah. You got you to gotta do it. You got to. You if, if you're going to, you know, if you're aspiring for you greatness. You got to do it right, man. If you're aspiring for greatness, you have to be, you know, like super, like stringent, strict on yeah. yourself and, and, you know, hypercritical. Right? I all dude, when I, those, those are the teammates I love the most because I can never be like them. Where they were mean? just like, hey, man, it's just a game, bro. Like, I'd, after a game, I'd be, like, fucking stewing on that fastball. I missed 3-1. Well, like, there's, there's, a, there's, game, a, there's a line where you got to be able to have a short memory. You do. And you can't, like, it's all, like, f- and, it's, like, especially with fighting, it's like you can't let the highs get too high or the lows get too low. Yeah. Because it, it is those extremes. You know what I mean? Like, I, I talked about it before, like, when, uh, so, like, when you lose a fight. Yep. It's like a shock to your fucking system because you, for months, you know, you've been thinking about this dude. You've been thinking about the outcome. You're thinking about how good your life's going to be after. And then it's literally like I like I, I, I talked about this on Chaz's yep. when I it was after my boy fought and I, you know, I've lost before my boy fought. He lost and we go down and, you know, into the back and I'm, I'm walking with him. We're all there. You know, it's like it's like a fucking funeral. Mm. Cause there's there's nothing you can say. I, I can say like sorry for your loss. Yeah, it's a fucking funeral to his dreams, to his what he imagined his life, what he thought he'd be feeling right now. It's the polar opposite. So it's like you again, but you gotta pull yourself up. You gotta you can't let the lows get that low. Yeah, you know, and it's it's hard. And the highs when you're the fucking man, you can't be letting that shit go to your head either. When you win and they're you're the goat, you're the fucking this and the that. You gotta check yourself too. And know that, you know, you, you still got a lot. Uh, there's always, way, you know, ways you have to grow. And there's, there's you know. Yeah. Yeah. Keep that boat kind of on even waters. I, cu- I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. There's no way I could go six months without without getting that satisfaction. There's no way. I couldn't sit on a loss, deal with the bullshit, deal with the haters, and be like, all right, we'll see tomorrow. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. I mean, that was one of the best things about, you know, playing on the road and you're dealing and I'm talking minor league baseball there's a thousand fucking people in the stands this isn't a million fucking people watching somebody talks shit and then you hit home run the next day and you stand there you're standing there for everybody in the crowd to be like yeah motherfucker remember when you said that shit yesterday right you, yeah how do you like me now bitch? you gotta have a kind of a self-confidence and a you gotta know yourself to know that that like one thing doesn't uh define a man you know mm-hmm. and you have you have to know that the, you know or believe that there's a, there's gonna be a, a better tomorrow. Is that there something? Is. is that something that you have as a person? Is that a personality trait, or is that something that you can learn? Is that something you can mature into? Mature into? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Some people are, are more confident than others, sure. Um, but that's something that you can you can always you know that's something you can work on. It's still a workable thing. Like mm-hmm. I think almost anything. Like you like could really make your life whatever you want to be. 
But it just it, it depends how bad you fucking want it. Yeah. If you want it bad enough, you can make it happen. Yeah. If you wanted uh if I wanted to go be a fucking doctor tomorrow, if I really, really wanted that and mm-hmm. I wanted to put my own to that, I could be a I could be go be a great doctor. You I don't could, I don't I, I don't think people know how to translate their wants and desires into achievable goals. I think that is the hardest thing for every human on earth. Every human on earth can can listen to what you're saying. But they, they don't know how to put a plan together. And then they don't have steps in place if they have a plan to execute that plan. You right. know, so it's one thing to say, I want to do this and I dream of doing this. But then how do but I you, execute well, But that's the that? thing. Dream, my, my grandpa used to always say, wish in one hand and shit in the other. See which one fills up first. <laughs> if, if you're just wishing and dreaming, that ain't going to do anything. You got to take fucking action. That. You got to take action. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So a hundred percent. You have to, you got to, you, so you got to figure it out. You got to formulate a plot. You got to come up with a step mm-hmm. and you got to take that, that first next step. First step. Rome wasn't built in a day. Take a step. Get closer. So what take are some, another step. what are some action items for somebody that suffered a great personal setback? Just a great personal a loss, a great personal setback. They got fired. They 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 had to declare bankruptcy. Like what what are some steps that they have to do to reclaim that agency? Got to keep working. You got to work towards it. You got to do. So if you're if you're fired and don't have a job, you got to you know start looking at where there's openings. You got to find you know and you have to like. Where does self-evaluation come into this process? Self-evaluation. You have to, you should always be like self. I mean, you have to be real with yourself always. Is there a thin line between being real with yourself and being too hard on yourself? Because I think self-talk is very important. I think some people can talk themselves into a place where they don't believe in themselves either. Sure. Yeah, that, that's a problem because it's like, a, um, like that manifesting stuff, you know? If you're like, oh, I'm fucking idiot, I'm fucking idiot, or... I got no luck. I, I this that. Then you're gonna stay down, mm-hmm. and it's and it almost seems a little corny, and it is a kind of a little corny. But you gotta have, like, no, I'm the fucking man. Mm-hmm. Is there, like, I'm is the there fucking Mickey fucking go? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. I, I'm gonna do what I need to do. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know, take yeah. take action. So I mean, but there's again, there's that duality as well, where ego and pride make you who you are, but pride comes before the fall, right? So. You know, there's pride comes before the fall. What's that? Pride comes before the fall. I believe that's biblical, isn't it? Yeah, pride comes before the fall. The it's idea. about the devil, I think. Yeah, uh, you know, which you know, Christians aren't going to like this. But what did the devil really do this wrong? He just wanted to. He wanted to be. Amb- he was ambitious. He wanted right. to be equal to God. He was disobedient to the authority. The master. He was. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Isn't that weird? He tried to. He, he rule of power number one: don't outshine the master. God in in that argument comes off worse to me. God comes off as petty. The devil comes off as you gotta talk to Ruslan about that. Or even I would love uh, to talk to Ruslan about even, that. Even uh, our 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 boy uh, Tony. Tony would be great. Tony to talk Olives. To about yeah, that. I'd, yeah, I'd like to talk to a theologist about. It. I mean, you know, because look, I'm not saying the devil's good or whatever. Uh, I'm just saying, you know, there there's all those. Th- I, I I think the Eastern ideologies really do a good job of that and. Freud with the id, the ego, and the superego. It's you need this, right? You need this. You know, th- there's Norse mythology. I have I have that rune that that I wear that I've lost. I don't know where it is, but I had that rune. Rune? Yeah, it's a rune. So that these Viking R O O N R U N E. So th- it was after a successful raid, after a successful campaign, whoever led the raid would would be bestowing this rune, and it has the two wolves, 
And what's interesting about it is that it's Norse mythology of the two wolves, but in Native American mythology, it's the same as well. And there's like it's it's basically the warrior, the warrior and the gardener, right? It's right. This, this one wolf is aggression and ego, and it's the warrior ethos, and the other one is diplomacy and intellect, right? Mm-hmm. And it's you know the diplomat ethos. And if you which which wolf grows bigger is the one you feed more. But if you have all of one, you become all of this, and that's not good. And you have all of the other, you become all of this, and that's not good. If you're all warrior, if you're all hammer, then all you see are nails. If you're all nail, then everyone will hammer you. It's it's that, you know, interesting. It, it's that homeostasis. It's that yeah, idea it's like yin of yin and yang. Yeah. You know, and and I think that that's what maturity really is. I think maturity really is. You know, th- there's this understanding of who you are, and then there's this understanding of what parts of you work and what parts of you you need to work on. You know, and, and those are different steps in maturity. Like, you know, Omri was asking us before the podcast, like, like, you know, when did you become a man? You know, like, what is it to become a man? You know? And, and yeah, he, right. And, like, when you're a kid, you think, like, oh, like, the adults, they know everything. They, yeah. like, like, you know, one day I'll be an adult and I'll, I'll know everything, I'll too. I'll know everything. But, no, you're just, you're still that same person. Then you, you just, become you a, just grow. You, you're, but you grow. You stay evolving. You become you know an adult I mean? and you realize I don't know shit. And, and yeah, you realize <laughs> these fucking uh, our parents and these adults don't know yeah. shit either. You but that's where I mean? a mentor becomes so important. We keep talking about community. A mentor, like you know, a guy like David Adiv, man, I love that dude. That yeah. dude, that dude was fantastic explaining away this that's one little aspect right of, there. but but in that yeah. in that niche aspect, right? Yeah, I wouldn't ask him to teach me how to, to fix a car. You know, like like there's everybody knows something about something, and you can take a little bit from everybody, right? Like, you know, that's. You know, kind of the the idea of, you know, we talked a few episodes back about, you know, bad guys. And and I go back to that Chaz thing that we saw, you know, last week. You know, you're talking about doing a a good thing for a bad guy. Well, you know, these guys never did nothing bad to me. You know, these people have been good to me. You know, can can good people do bad things? Does it make them a bad person? You know, and I'm getting off the, the, the beaten path of what we're talking about here. But this duality of, you know. How do you become the best version of yourself? What is it? Like, how do you, you yeah, have I mean, to self evaluate? Everyone's is different, too. You have to self evaluate, like you said. But if you spend too much time self evaluating, you become self destructive. Right. You know, then there has to be an action. You have to have action here. Yeah. Self evaluate, create a plan, action towards that plan. Yeah. But if you make the action too big, then it, it, it becomes, it almost seems insurmountable. Mm. Right? Like, I want to lose 100 pounds. Uh, you you lost twenty pounds, but it's taking you two months. You're like, this is taking forever. Lose, I'm just gonna lose eat. one. Got to lose one pound. That's yeah. kaizen. That's the Japanese idea right. of kaizen. So the small incremental steps. Small incremental steps. Over Rome time. wasn't built in a day. Nope. Take a twenty year view. But in yeah. order to make in order to make that twenty year plan happen, it's it takes vision. Discipline. It's a thousand daily plans. Yeah. It's two thousand daily plans, and yeah. you got to execute on those plans. And that's where I think Eastern philosophies probably do better than Western philosophies. Yeah. I think Eastern philosophies tend to, to, to be a little more realistic in that, right? Mm. Like humility and ego, the samurai idea, the warrior in the garden, you know, understanding that you need to be a dangerous person, but you need to know how to control that dangerous person. Right. You know, where, where do you think these, these ideas, again, I, I ask you, like, are there certain people that are more prone to this? Are, are are there teachers that teach you this? Where do people find these answers? That's a good question, man. Um, 
Well, we talked about books earlier in this. I think I think reading the Stoics, Plato, could, Marcus Aurelius. Help. Yeah, I think a lot of that stuff is like it's within the, you know. Yeah. It's like it's all it's all out there for you, and 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 it's also like it's it, it's it's within you as well. That's you a gotta great point. Ser- a lot of p- times we like to search out, but sometimes it, like you, you need to like search within. You know what I mean? Kind of mm-hmm. dig up a a, a a part of you, and I think like a lot of times people are always trying to like add shit to themselves like i need to oh if i start taking this pill or this vitamin or this something or i need more protein i need more of this sometimes you just gotta like eliminate things yeah that's the idea i'm not enough that's the insecurity yeah and that there's there's a magic potion that'll somehow yeah do xyz yeah but sometimes there is sometimes you do need more protein sure i did this world is I like know, there's no that fucking duality answers. bro it's, that, no, it's duality we it's, have nothing but questions yeah there's no fucking answers yeah there's no, I, maybe, maybe that's what real maturity is. Maybe that's what real maturity is. Kind maybe real maturity. I don't fucking parts know. Of things. Yeah, don't bro. Know. That's what I'm, that's what I'm always saying. <laughs> I, I, you gotta, you gotta be honest. If you don't know, you don't know. You got me, man. Too many fucking people out here wanting to say what it is. Well, there's what, a massive cottage it, industry for that. That's that Andrew Tate, Jordan Peterson, who I love. You know, there, there's, I feel like there's a new life coach every goddamn day. On hey, social media, that's teaching people how to live. Therefore, I've got the fucking answers. It's real easy to tell other people eat what to do. Liver. It's easy, eat fucking liver. Eat liver and ball tell, testicles. To tell other people what to do, um, but then you got to see what if those people are doing themselves. And a lot of the, the people who are like giving the self help, yeah, I think are some of the most unhappy people. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. It's easy to tell. It's easy to go be someone else's life coach. Do this, 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 and this. All yeah. right, but what what is that life coach doing? Mm-hmm. It's like when you see like a like a fat trainer, mm-hmm. you know. It's like I don't know. Bill Belichick knows a lot about football, though. You got to be careful. No, Some people I mean, know. The, you know those who can't do teach, right? Because it's easier. Yeah, it's easier to do that. Well, that's not true. There's different people. Like there's like somebody like Bill Belichick, right? He was short, small, slow. He had to learn the game to be able to compete even you at a division you don't, three level. A lot of times, someone who's uh, good at Football or good at something like a, like the best fighters don't make the best coaches. Absolutely not. The best fighters don't make the best coaches. The ones who like w- weren't as gifted yep. then and had to rely on technique and intellect and yeah. things like that are are a better coach. I actually have a, a, a good story on that. I, I took a BP once with Albert Pools and like I was just sitting there like, wow, this is incredible. Holy shit, yeah. like this is real. And it was really cool because I had watched this guy growing up. I it was an idol. And you think of these guys as like them being like ten feet tall and five feet wide, and here I am going eye to eye, shoulder to shoulder. I'm like, man, I'm the same size as Albert Pools. Holy shit! And I'm watching him get those hands out. I'm like, I can get the hands out. I'm watching. He's just a man. He's just a man, right? Everybody is. I can do what he does. That was day one. Day two, the dude's got the pitching machine cranked up to 110 from 45 feet at the base of the mound, and he's. Line drop, whap, back of the net, back, whap, back of the cage, back of the cage. I could hit a fastball. Me and my roommate, Buck, we went in there. Oh, Brian Buck, and we're like, after he left, and we're like, let's try this. Bro, I couldn't even see the ball. Mm-hmm. It was the most terrifying thing. I heard, woof, whap, the ball had hit Gotta the map behind me. I said, holy shit. Got to build up. You think, he dude, was, you think he just stood in front going at that? My guy, my you guy think he was just stood squaring in front? it up. Okay, but how long do you think he's been doing up. that for? He built different. This is So third day, I see him. See, we actually, I think, I we think actually people... build. We actually build up to to talking to him, and I'm like, "Hey, what are you working on?" 
Like, are you working on something? Like, what are you working on? He goes, yeah, if the ball's inside, I'm going to hit it out of the ballpark to left field. If the ball's outside, I'm going to hit it out of the ballpark to right field. That's what he's working on. And I remember telling my father, I was like, I'll pull, I think I'll pull his big league the shit out of me, man. He's like, why? I'm like, I was like, hey, you know, what are you working on? I figured he'd talk about getting his foot down, getting his hands out, talking about the nuances of hitting. And he's like, ball's inside, hit out of the ballpark to the left. If the ball's outside, hit out of the ballpark to the right. And I was like, no, nah, that's how it is to him. It's, like, it's yeah. like asking Picasso how to paint. I'm like, hey, how do you paint? He goes, well, I take the paintbrush, and I put it in a fucking paint, and then I put it on the paper. Well, how do you paint? Because to them, that's just what it is. Right. That's, exactly. That's and what that's it why, is. That's why like a good athlete won't always make the best. Like, that's why I'm interested in seeing uh, like Deion Sanders. Super gifted, super talented. Yep. Doing good things uh, at this at uh, the school he's been at. He's a great leader at, of uh, men. Jackson State. Great leader of men. Important. Very important. Yeah. Very important. So I, I'm I'm going to be interested to see they how said Barry Bonds was a horrible hitting coach. He's I just bet. Like, get, get to like, the ball. Just hit the I can't get to the fucking yeah. ball, Barry. Yeah. It's, it's an it's a hundred mile an hour fastball inside you know, of her hands. Fucking, I can't get to it. Just yeah, get knock to him it. down, choke him out. It's, it's what? It. It's, it's easy. <laughs> yeah. it's like, just knock him down. A, yeah. Have you have it's, you ever have you ever thought about like you know knocking him out with a kick? Yeah. 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 yeah you I need have. to hit them and not be hit. Duh. <laughs> Good yeah. coaching. Yeah. Yeah. So you know. Sometimes our, our teachers aren't our best doers, but also there's a lot of fucking people that are complete full of shit. Sure. And they're just making, you know, cottage industries out of fucking, there's people that are getting wealthy telling other people how to get wealthy. They, not, they are not wealthy themselves. Right. They write books about how to become wealthy, and that book is what makes them wealthy. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, this is, they're charlatans as well. This world is a fucking zoo. This world is, like, do you have no, like, that's why, man, if you have a great group of people that you can trust, that you can believe in, oh, it's everything. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the Patriot way, right? Like, I mean, the idea is like, hey, I don't know if this works, but fuck, they won three Super Bowls, I'm going to listen. And that gives you that confidence. That gives right. you that confidence that what I'm doing is right. That gives you that confidence that, man, you know, hey. I, th- I have, I got to pick a bone of something you said, though. Um, you said about Albert Pujols. Yeah. When I was trying to tell you that, no, he he didn't just go up there his first time trying to put the thing at 110 from 45 feet away and start yeah. hitting the ball. I've never saw anybody do that regardless. All right, some well, guys let me different. fucking finish. Point is, he had to build up to that. People see some, someone do something, think they just, oh, he got lucky or this and yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Like, he, take, take even myself. When I got the CM Punk fight, I, I, I was a... Uh, Two and zero pros, one and zero. I got signed to the UFC, mm-hmm. right? Like, like I just, like I just started doing fucking MMA last week or something. I've been doing that shit for years. Sure, I've been doing that shit for years. a lot of work goes on in the shadows when people don't see. Albert, I guarantee you, Albert Pujols was putting in years and years of work. He was doing it probably put, doing the ball ninety from sixty. All right, I, this is getting easier. All right, now I'm gonna I'm gonna move it up a little bit, turn up the speed mm-hmm. a little bit, incremental. Incremental improvements yeah. is what made him able to do that. It wasn't he's not just built differently. Oh, he well no, it's not it's not one or the other, buddy. The first he's the, I, I the said story, he's not just built differently. The story also just so people know, I'm a I'm a dog shit rookie baller. The fact that he was even at the ballpark hitting three hours before the big leaders had to get there with us assholes shows you how hard he works. This exactly. is a guy worth a hundred million dollars is there three years early three hours early. Working with us, nobodies. Exactly. Yadier Molina that's got up why six that's o'clock why in the morning. Built differently because because of, of the work he's put. No in. doubt about. It. We're also talking about one of the greatest of all time. There's a lot of people that put in work, and there's a lot of people that do, and they don't do it to that Look level. Great is great. You can't take away greatness, and not everybody can work up to that level. 
Some people are. It's it's that. It's I think that if one man crossing. can do it, if you if you have if you're uh, focused enough, uh, intense enough, crazy enough, yeah, you can do it. Maybe. If one man if can you do it, why couldn't anyone else? If you weren't born with the physical gifts that you had, you you could have the same exact training, and not have the same level of achievement. It, it's nature and nurture. Right. But everyone's got their niche. Every, everybody has something that they're going to be e- exceptional at. There's not, I don't think there's just dog shit humans where they're just good for nothing. I think everybody has their particular gifts. And you just need to figure out how to bring those out of yourself. You think there's dog shit humans? Yeah, I do. I yeah. do. I, I think that there's people that are just net negatives on society. And, yeah, well, and, I, and that doesn't hey, like mean that said, man, It makes it pretty easy to, to survive not, nowadays. You I'm just not. Go, I'm you know what I mean? You, it, it is it easy easy to survive, but I think I think there's there's a lot of things that will lead to them seeming like a dog shit person or a net negative, mm-hmm. and it could be the way they're brought up, it could be yeah. people around them, but I think it you can make that switch. They just never made the switch, they, or they never tried or never learned how or never cared to make the switch. So they stayed in a in a vicious cycle that just kept them down and kept them not doing much. Maybe. I'll agree with you on this. I, I think it's really, really, really dangerous and detrimental to compare your day one to somebody else's day 100. That I, I agree with. Yes. I 100, and I've seen that jujitsu, learning, boxing. My God, like try to hit a speed bag for the first time in your life and you think you're going to do it like Tyson. It, it, you, you feel like you've never used your hands before. Mm-hmm. I get it. So I, I, I think that that's something that everybody should understand. Never compare your day one to somebody else's day 100, for sure. But I do also think that there's a certain maximum capacity that people have, and I don't think everybody's maximum capacity is the same. Yeah, I think that's kind of that's kind of limiting thought, though. I, I can, I, I can, yeah. Some people are gonna be born like with less fast twitch or shorter, or you know, not as as intelligent. But mm-hmm. it, all all things are things that can be worked on and improved. Yeah. You can improve upon things, but I think that there's a maximum capacity for that improvement. And Thank then that, I feel like so, that's putting caps on shit, though. Because who's to say what the maximum improvement of that is? If, your genetics. If, I bet if you worked hard. If your you, genetics. All right, but whatever your genetics, I bet if you worked hard. There, you there can is make a birth lottery happen, aspect to this, too. You can maximize sure, your, your, your gifts sure. you were born with, and you can find the right path that will then maximize the monetization of those gifts you were born with. But I don't think that there's. Omri, God bless you, bro. There's nothing you could have done to play in the NBA. Not a thing. There's not amount of training that you can do. You weren't going to play in the NBA. I don't uh, agree. See Muggsy Bogues? Yep. Muggsy Shorter Bo- than Omri. Could dunk. Fast twitch. Okay. Built uh, different. But, I, but, I, but I, he was balling since a little kid, I bet. Muggsy Bogues was the fastest guy on the court, and there's been one Muggsy Bogues. One. Spud Webb, two. Two. I'm not – and th- this is no disrespect. I, I, you know, and I and I understand like there, there's a beauty in what you're saying. Man, and this he is grows why up in downtown Chicago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's got a better chance of being a drug kingpin than he does being a point guard. <laughs> All right, and th- but this type of talk right here is why women, whatever as long as you aspire to the top of your class. This is why women love Mick and they hate me. How dare I say this? How dare well, I, I just, say? I don't how think dare it's, I, don't I say think this it's, factually no, no, no. accurate thing? I don't think that's why they hate you and love Mick. I don't think it's a hundred percent. That's the that's, that's the only sole reason. reason. I don't the think. Soul. I just don't think it's it's a hundred percent factual. And I think it's. I think people thinking that uh, can do exactly what you like. Kind of warned against of kind of like 
capping. I'm gonna call it like capping yourself, putting yourself on like I'm only this good. I'm only yeah. oh man, I didn't get out the luck. I didn't have the sure. I wasn't born with the fast twitch. But you should be realistic too, though. Small, you said you gotta self evaluate. Yeah. So you gotta self evaluate, and I'm not saying kill yourself. I'm not saying float off into the ocean. I'm saying look, either either find a way or make a way. You know, you can't become an, uh, you can't become a point guard in the NBA. Come mega rich and buy the team. Right. Right? Like like I, Yeah, I agree with that. But don't waste your time and say the world is against and just be me. Like, oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I couldn't make that. I did NBA, everything. So I did everything I could do and I didn't make it. Yeah, cuz you were 5 foot 7. Right. The world's not against you. You played the wrong hand. Yeah. You were dealt a hand and you decided to go all in anyway. That's not that that that's not the card's fault. Right. At some point, you needed to reevaluate and say, fold, this is not my hand. As right. much as I wanted it to be. As much as I desperately wanted it to be. It's not it. It's not it. But that doesn't mean the game's over. It means you got to play a different hand. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, look, I'm not saying 16-year-olds seeing this, you're not going to be an astronaut, kill yourself. It's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is self-evaluate. And reevaluate. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think it could be an astronaut. <laughs> it's, probably, it's easier to be an astronaut. It's easier to be an astronaut than it is to be anything. Have we're some talking confidence, about. dog. How? Have how? Some how but how is what I'm saying? Have anything? I'm not saying be, not have confidence. Right. You know. I'm. I'm not even saying stay in your lane. I'm saying be honest with yourself. All right. And there's people that get way more out of themselves than you know. David Eckstein got way more out of himself. I'm sure that there's fighters out there that 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 people who grew up with them are like this guy's fighting in the UFC. I'm sure, right? And they figured it out, and God bless those guys. But I'm also saying, like, you know, you have to be ruthless in that self evaluation. If you want to be amongst the one percent of the one percent, you need to know every fucking inch of of yourself that's going to get you there. Yes, and you need to be doing everything you possibly could to get there. And then if you do all that and still don't get there, you have to know it's not society that failed or even you that failed. It's that you had limitations from the beginning and you decided to go down this road. This was a choice you made. Right. No, I I I I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. You know. But whatever. All good. Anything else before we get out of here? Um I don't know. Amri, we got anything else? No, I think we're good. All right. Yeah, it's been it's been a little long. I feel like we've almost been like kind of like arguing, but kind of saying the same things at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you but- know what I mean. I, I I don't know. I don't know what the. I think I I just think it's almost. I now now that that you put it that way, mm-hmm. it makes sense. But I I don't think I think even like kind of he- hearing Bro. what you're saying is it it can be limiting to someone. Well, I'm not talking it about be, it can make. Like their ambition be uh, seem more daunting. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking specifically about like these. Well, I know life you're not coaches. talking about these me. These life I'm coaches. Ta- I'm, ta- I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about with these like life coaches and shit. The only reason you're not rich is you're not working hard enough. You're an idiot. Sure. You're this. You're th- that's not it. That's yeah. that's not it. It, it. it there there are limitations sometimes. Sometimes you don't have. But the I think they could also be falsely people. perceived limitations too. And I think that's that's more dangerous. I think that's more dangerous to put like those caps on yourself. What is a cap if there's not a reasonable like if so you you think there's zero limitations on what you do. If you wanted to fly, there would be zero limitations for you to fly. No. That's not what I'm saying. 
that I don't really understand. I, I think that that it's it's perfectly okay to be ambitious, but also have reasonable expectations and understand your limitations and boundaries. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Okay. And, th- and this idea that like the only reason you're not rich is because you don't work 35 hours a goddamn day and you sleep six hours and blah blah. No, that's not it. It's not the reason. You know, you look at these guys who are like, you got to read two books a week. You got to do this. You got to fucking drink 48 gallons of water. You got to run 25 miles like David Goggins. And if you don't do it, you're a pussy. All right. Okay. All right. So if you're not an ultra man, if you're not an ultra marathoner in your spare time, you're wasting your life. Fuck out of here, David Goggins. That's going to piss a lot. I'm friends with people that are very friendly with David Goggins. That's going to piss them off. Fuck out of here. Yeah, but that's 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 his own little type of crazy. And that's brought he's he's done some crazy ass shit. He's run those miles. Uh, do you think David Goggins is just so gifted or did he make himself tough? I think that he had capacity I think for mental endurance. toughness m- mental toughness is underrated. It mental is. toughness focus is it's 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 underrated. And if if you if you have those, you can do way more than you than you think or anyone anyone thinks so i i just i don't i don't like the i i don't know i i just i think yes you got to be realistic obviously Mm -hmm. but um to me being realistic is part of resiliency it's understanding where i'm at what i can do what i can't do and being realistic in my you, you shouldn't give up to me this is part of achievement this is part of ambition this is part of mental toughness is is ascertaining what i can do and what i can't do you right. know what I'm saying? I got to pivot here. I can't do this. I'm this this is this worked for them cuz he's different than me. He's built different in the most literal sense of the term. I sure, can't I do get that. it. LeBron would be more better better built for basketball than Aubrey. I can't do anything on the basketball court LeBron James can do. And there's no amount of training that's going to get me to that level. He right. is built different. Right? I'm never under any circumstance, going to be a triathlete the level these guys are. I am built different than them. They can't bench press 500 pounds. They may not be able to hold an audience's attention for 60 minutes. There's things I'm better at than them that I'm built different. So I don't need to do what they do the way they do it in order to be measured successfully. Yeah, that whole comparison is going to – is like the – will strip away happiness and joy and all that stuff. So it it shouldn't be like like a comparative thing like that. For sure. No, but also I hate that they're selling this as like if you do this, you are one hundred percent going to be successful. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. For sure. No, Grant Cardone. Bro, you buy this house and you thing. flip it, and then there's you take so these many two houses bullshit and you flip artists it. out there trying to tell you like they got the fuck. There's snake oil salesmen. They're telling you bullshit. Some some of it's some of it's good, and 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 there are those online mentors that like can help. But yep. yeah, a lot of them are. It's the ones trying to tell you how to be happy aren't happy themselves. That that's kind of where I'm coming from. Yeah. This cottage industry of, and again, this goes back to what I talked about. This binary, this false binary, man. Everything on the left is bullshit, and it sucks, and these people are hypersensitive, so then everything to the right of them must be right. Yeah. Fucking bad. Yeah. Dangerous. All your teachers are pussies. What I'm saying is right. Not true. Yeah. There's false prophets everywhere. Liver King. People actually thought Liver King wasn't on juice. I mean, for real? For real? He failed the eye test, the smell test, all that shit. And he's not alone. There's a thousand of these people selling fucking... There's, you know, and, and everybody's looking for help is what I think is the weirdest thing because it's circle back and we'll end the podcast on this. 
we're supposed to have answers. We don't have answers. Yeah. Nobody does. Nobody don't think shit. you're alone because you don't know. If you're listening to this and you made it all this way, this is your takeaway from today. If you don't know, God bless you. Because nobody does. And everybody who says they does is full of fucking shit. They're lying to you. They may know a little about a lot, but they don't know everything. And we're all constantly looking for the answer. Right. We're all constantly growing. And Omri's talking about you became a man when you went into the military. And I'm telling you right now, as being a little bit older than you, I thought I knew, I thought I was pretty manly at 20 fucking five. Ten years on, I look back at 25-year-old me, and I'm like, that was an asshole kid. I know shit. And that's cliche as hell. No, that's facts, though. The older you get, the more you kind of realize. And if you don't, then you're probably not evolving. You know, it's a, that's one of now that's one of those evolving. moments for reevaluation that we're talking about. Yeah. If you're like, man, I've had my shit together for years, yeah. you might want to reevaluate. Yeah, you could probably do better. There's so there there's there there's you're leaving some meat on the bone there, cuz. Yeah, yeah. This was a good one, Mick. I enjoyed this one. Two hours twenty one. Nah, we're gonna cut a lot. Oh of yeah, this out. we're gonna get a lot of this cut. Huh? <laughs> we're gonna yeah, cut shit. a lot of this out. Oh yeah, that's just been rolling the whole time. It's been rolling. Yeah, All we're right. gonna cut out you saying two twenty one, so they don't know how much we cut. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So where were we? 21. Can you cut some for me? All right. Mick, I really enjoyed this one. I enjoy this shit. I yeah. I, I think uh again, man, like people that are listening to this shit, man, you're only gonna get real out of us. You're never gonna get fake. Yeah. So enjoy. Have a great Monday, everybody. Enjoy the rest hey, of your and Monday. If one man can do it, any man can do it. You go out there, you go do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, there's gonna be somebody telling their boss to go fuck themselves right now. Do like, it. I, I can hope go they do it. Yeah. I hope they do. Make sure you can have six have months of rent paid before you do that. Have a plan is or, most important. Or just make that shit happen, dog. Yeah. Make it happen. Ask Mickey Mantle if you can't pay your rent. All right. <laughs> For the great Mickey Gall, Amre, the people here at Gas Digital. If you're not subscribed, please do use our code SMT for a free week. I am Gerard Michaels, and this has been Slick and Thick. We will see you Friday. Peace.